The Cooped Up Podcast is brought to you guys by Anchor.fm. People are always asking me, Koopa, how do I start my own podcast? And my answer, Anchor is the best place to go. Anchor is the easiest way to start your own podcast. It's free and it includes easy to use tools to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Not only is it easy to use, but Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on sites like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many, many more platforms. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So, do you want to start a podcast about sports, music, literature? Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to another episode of the Cooped Up Podcast, the podcast that has conquered the aggro crag and is, really wants to just lick the trophy. Just so bad. Stop. I, no, no, I refuse. Until I know what it tastes like, I can't die. Uh, as always, folks, my name is Koopa, and each week I sit down with a bunch of my friends, and we talk about all the happenings of pop culture. And this week, folks, we're going to do something fun. Uh, this week celebrates the 30th anniversary of Nickelodeon. Uh, kind of crazy, uh, wild stuff. And they, uh, I found this really cool article on the ringer.com, uh, which is essentially a 64, uh, character bracket, uh, of Nickelodeon characters. And I figured, Badness. you know what, this will, this, will, <laughs> this will translate very well into an audio medium. And, uh, yeah, that's what we're going to do here today. Uh, but I couldn't do it by myself. That would be boring. Uh, so instead, I recruited a couple of friends, one of which who was playing for a week, and the other one I called about 10 minutes ago. But getting into it, folks, my first guest, the one that I invited properly, wow. uh, he is one of the... <laughs> Are you hurt? Uh, tip, usually. <laughs> Sounds like a personal problem. Just my but... perpetual state, yes. Ah, you know, what are we going to do? Uh, anyway, folks, my first guest, one of the uh, talking heads on the Glintendo podcast, the owner of the YouTube channel, are hungry. You know him, you love him, making his debut on my show for once. Please give a warm, cooped up welcome to our hungry. Hungry, how are you? Pretty good. 50, um, you know, hanging around, 50% C, 50% weed, the usual. <laughs> <laughs> Could have asked for a better response. And joining me once again on the show, folks, we last talked to him actually about Nickelodeon, uh, ironically enough. Uh, we talked about Nickelodeon All-Stars Brawl on my show last month. And joining me at the 11th hour to break down some Nickelodeon characters in bracket format, please give a warm uh, return welcome to my friend, uh, Nintunis. Also the host of the uh, the Double D Experience uh, podcast. So how you doing, David? El Nino. 50% weed. 50% weed. <laughs> That's a North Jersey. Uh, 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 no, no one's going to get that one yeah. uh, unless you're a real one, which Pablo I'm not Escobar. sure all of you are. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's a, oh, God, yeah, that's you a... got it. It's, uh, it's good to see you. Don't listen to my podcast. It's awful. <laughs> Karen might be the best wife of all time. Can we just like we don't give her enough credit? She's Rob. Damn. <laughs> all right. are all robots the same? I mean, she puts up with a lot. Dude, don't get me wrong. I'm not even kidding. She actually is Rob. Like, like when, she's, when she's like the little like TV stand when she's mobile. Yeah. I, I mean, I yeah. Guess I can see it. 
but is every robot that's like mobile Rob? Like are all those like Japanese artificial right, intelligence listen, robots look, Rob them? Look it up. Look it up. At, if you're listening to this, yeah. look up Mobile Karen or something. Something like, like I that. think or Mobile SpongeBob. Karen is going to come up with very different search results I don't in know. the year 2021. SpongeBob, Karen, I'm already else. seeing the bull cuts. Right? Like... <laughs> <laughs> no, SpongeBob Karen Mobile. Because I know what you're talking about. She's got like arms and uh she's got like arms and legs. Like I remember when she was crowd surfing at the end of the SpongeBob movie. Yeah, she's Rob. <laughs> Woohoo! She's got little little pincers. Well, she doesn't have any arms. She does. Look it up right now. Look, SpongeBob Mobile Karen. I just Googled it. Zero oh, this one she has arms. Okay. Most of them she doesn't. Normally, she's just a stationary computer that, you know, puts up with, like, the regularly illegal acts of her husband, who happens to only be two inches tall. Sometimes she has no arms, but sometimes she has arms. Honestly, that's relatable, in all things considered. Uh, but yeah, uh, shout-outs to Karen, and all the- uh, Karen, the computer wife. That's it. I feel no bad for Karens. Karen. You know, just- <laughs> And all this Karens, really, my lab! And this <laughs> is my laboratory! <laughs> That is an underrated joke in SpongeBob, dude. Oh. I was like the funniest thing of all time. Like, I think I was a kid, and I still laugh about it now. <laughs> Sponge. Every now and then, like, I'll go through this phase with SpongeBob where, like, I'll like watch like a random episode, and then I'll just be like, "Oh yeah, this one line is like really funny," and like nobody talks about it. Never <laughs> yeah. forget. So good. Never forget the end of one of Koopa's old. Uh, highlight uh koopa's old uh commentary reels that i edited where he's like you know yeah you know what are we gonna do for like, koopa's like commentary reel let's showcase all like the biggest events that he's commentated no except for the end let's just like plop on like a local stream here because it's got hungry laughing in the background and it just makes the <laughs> it just makes the podcast what it just makes like the video what it is <laughs> ah, did you see the way that mewtwo's back arch he was like oh how my back and then this man you just like just started wheezing in the background <laughs> and it just i don't if you ever know hungry in real life man this man's laughter is infectious we were just taking a group photo at uh glentendo's place we were having a big birthday celebration for him and like his sister was talking about water or something for some reason i was just like sparkling irregular <laughs> this man just erupted i'm like i knew it was gonna get you I knew that. Oh, Nicktoons, man. It's amazing how, like, mostly Spongebob, but just, like, whole generation of that stuff has just, like, of all those cartoons, has just, like, impacted the lingo and the slang of our generation, man. It's just, um, it, it, you ever really just truly think about, like, the influence that Nickelodeon has had on our lives? Well, yeah. yeah it's kind of crazy. That's why we're here. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. So, again, just to reiterate what we're doing tonight, uh, theringer.com which, if you're not familiar, is a website that covers pop culture, sports, has a great array of podcasts if you're into things like uh, reality television, film. Like, if you if you can conceive it, they probably have a podcast about it. And it's one of my favorite, like, you know, websites, like, you know, read for, uh, for business and or for leisure. And, uh, yeah, this week they dedicated a whole bunch of articles to the 30th anniversary of Nickelodeon. And I think one more thing before you, like, jump into the actual bracket. Did you guys assume that Nickelodeon was older than 30 years? Because when I found that it was only 30, that kind of, like, took me back for a second. That's kind of, like, jarring to think about. Yeah, it's I, weird. Uh, yes and no. You know, I mean, I knew they had, like, some old, like, talk shows and stuff that I think whatever the actress was that played uh, Helen Keller 
and that movie was on i don't remember her name but like she was on that show or had a talk show on it or something and then there was that egypt show with like the obstacle course whatever i forget what that was called you you know what that it was right kyle what would what are you talking about that game show where you like it's like the pharaoh thing whatever oh yeah legends course. of the hidden temple that's the one yeah, yeah yeah there was that i mean 30 is it's daunting in the fact that it's like yeah you know i am old but i think you know the kid yelling you know sus over and over and over again as loud as he could next to my kiosk yesterday was uh more of an indicator of that i'm not really too surprised but at the same time it's like yeah wow you know, I mean, like, I, I'm, it sort of reminds me of, like, how Nintendo was, like, well over 100 years old because they used to make trading cards and stuff. But as crazy as it seems, I don't know, 30, 30 years old, it seems par for the course, actually. I'm not surprised. Yeah, I, it's, it's one of those things where it's, like, <laughs> I mean, I'm 27. And the fact that, like, Nickelodeon is only, like, a few years older than me is, like, kind of weird. Mm. Especially considering, like, how the channel has, like, drastically changed in, like, you know three decades of television. Cause like you mentioned, like a lot of, we're, we're, I, you know, we are myself and hungry, are like a little bit older than you, David. So like, we're going to be like slightly more familiar with like a lot of these like older live mm. action shows. But I feel like a lot, I, you know, when I talk to people like that are, are, you know, around like that age demographic, I feel like a lot of this stuff has like found second life on like cable television. Cause I don't know if you guys remember, um, there was this channel on, uh, Cablevision that was like dedicated to like the Nickelodeon like sports shows. Um, I think it was called like Nickelodeon Gas or something. And then now they, uh, up until like a few years ago, they were doing this thing on like one of the late night channels called Oh, it's like the 90s are all that, where they show like a lot of these older shows, uh, from the, from the 90s and such. So I still feel like like these shows are like still pretty like popular within the zeitgeist and like. Younger people, and plus with, like, Nickelodeon All-Stars Brawl coming out, that's going to be, like, a whole generation of people that are going to, like, discover these shows for the first time, and it's going to get, like, weird. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that, man. Like, you, like, you, we talked about this on, like, the Nicktoons episode of, uh, of, uh, Koopa's podcast, but, uh, yeah, no, that episode of Cooped Up was a lot of fun. I was, like, I lost my, like, my mind when Kyle told me, like, yeah, there's probably going to be, like, a stage based off of Double Dare. Is there already a stage based off Double Dare? Is that confirmed? Uh, I know in the racing game that there is a Double oh, yeah. Dare-based stage. I, so I wouldn't be surprised yeah, if they, is, like, rip a lot of those same concepts. Keep forgetting that what game is exists. Is there a Legend of the Hidden Temple stage? Um, I don't think there is. Um, we'll And if there isn't, I'm going to be tight stage hazards built in yeah the temple <laughs> guards they're there for a reason but yeah so we are not going to beat around the bush any longer uh we are going to get into this so the way that this bracket is set up there is uh 16 or uh, yep there's 16 characters in each uh part of the bracket uh which again feeds into uh you know like 32 16 it's all divisible by eight and the way that the Ringer uh, did their list is that uh, it's only featuring characters from a Nickel from Nickelodeon original shows. So shows like because uh, there are certain shows that are like licensed to like uh, Nickelodeon, but like they're not made by the company like Degrassi. Uh, so like, that is Ill <laughs> <laughs> weird. Whatever I guess. it takes. <laughs> Theme song oh, bop though, God. but like man, those kids were fucked up. <laughs> Bro, oh my show. lord oh bro who's died. your favorite nicktoon uh manny santos 
<laughs> what? Who said that? What? Who said that? Whenever people say, what's your favorite Sam Jackson part, no one's going to say, what's his name from Jurassic Park? <laughs> uh, well Quentin played. Tarantino ain't the cleanest. I'm not going to do that. I'm, don't worry. Don't. I know when I'm going too far. I'm just saying that I had to make that reference. Yeah, I'm going to play. I'm going to play this. Uh, the secret slime action is getting David canceled. <laughs> My own podcast is the secret slime action for getting David canceled, all right? This, this is valid. Uh, but yeah, so only original Nickelodeon series, and they're limiting it to four characters per show. So there are some omissions from here that make me, like, slightly sad. I, I think uh, I, this will be a fun one. Like, if we run into a character that we, like, don't know or don't give a shit about, I'll allow uh, I'll allow a substitute of, like, another random Nickelodeon character. To yeah, on I'll bow out. I mean, this is hype because, like, I mean, I feel like I can't escape it. I'm surrounded by Nickelodeon all the time, you know, because uh, I guess a little fun fact about me. I'm a product demonstrator at the American Dream. That's where Nicktoons universe is. You know, that giant Nickelodeon I keep forgetting that exists. Yeah, that's there. And uh, they just opened a slime shop there. You can now buy, you know, we're talking about old Nickelodeon right now. You can literally buy, like, slime and like, all the different colors there, like Nickelodeon slime. So I felt like I just had to talk about that, you know, since that's, like, literally right in our backyard that can you can do that. Slime. It's just very cool to be surrounded by that. Oh, also, Danny uh, also keeps harassing me at work there because he passes me by. Hey, come on. Don't dox people. <laughs> nah, <I'm> not, <laughs> I'm not that could be anybody also uh, um, sorry. yeah can, can you eat the slime like uh i'm asking for julio who's asking for science uh no i believe fun fact about nickelodeon i guess before we get into this bracket again i'll keep it brief is that uh slime back in the day in the 90s it was actually made out of vanilla i think you could uh, eat it it was just you could cool. color it or at the very least like you could make it like at home because i had a nicktoons like recipe so book you can actually eat it and one of the things in that was, like, a slime cake, right? And, like, the slime was vanilla. It was, like, vanilla frosting. I would not recommend eating the slime that they sell at that place. I do not think it's edible. As a matter of fact, it'll stain the hell out of your clothes. Like, no matter what color it is. So, matter of fact, don't even touch it. Just buy it for your kid. Keep it in the jar. And then just, like, give it to, give it to them. All right? Let them clean it out of the carpet. But, anyway, that's, there's your PSA for slime. I'm sure we'll be talking about it. Later on throughout this bracket, folks, we're going to get into things here. So I think the best course of action, like for me, for us personally, just to like save time. I think we finish out one bracket until we get to the final four. And then we move on until we get finished the final four. And then we can just like talk about it from there. So much hyper than basketball. I agree. So I think we start with which what I think is like the number one overall seed in this bracket in the bikini bottom uh, region of the bracket, and I'll make sure to post a, uh, the link to the article uh, in the description of the video and in the description of the podcast if you guys want to follow along and read. The Ringer's been updating this all week. I haven't read what their responses are to yet, but I'm probably going to be mad at it later. So we're going to break it down. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll get started here with uh, our number one overall seed, most likely in my opinion, SpongeBob SquarePants. Uh, Hungry, what are your thoughts on SpongeBob? What is there to say? It's SpongeBob, and he has square pants and a square shirt. No one talks about that. <laughs> That's just true. No one does talk about that. Mm. Yeah, it's just because the square, like, sort of coincides with his pants, and it's hard to notice that because his body, as he has gone on record saying, is also his face. So it's a little hard to really notice <laughs> that, I you suppose. Got a tie. But 
It, yeah, no, it's got a tie. You can't put a tie on pants. I mean, you can. It'll just look really dumb. But I'm not even going to go into a spiel here. Like, literally, what else is there to say? It's SpongeBob mother effing square pants, dude. He's like, he's borderline Mickey Mouse at this point. He's one of the most recognizable characters on the face of the planet at this point. They even got commercials over in Japan where they got like little McDonald's toys that go with them and they're like, Happy Centunic SpongeBob! Like, that's a real commercial. Look it up. <laughs> and so I don't think there's any, and I think he's definitely going to beat the other, uh, his round one, which we got here. Kyle, who's that? A little upsetting. Uh, this one, this one hurts me. Yeah, I'm kind of upset about this. This is the number 16 seed in this region, cat and dog from the show. <laughs> it is cat and dog. <laughs> I kind of, I'm kind of upset that they split it up like that, but like I get it. But yeah, yeah it's this like is kind a, of upset. A this banger theme song. Yeah, man. Like this show had heart. Yeah, I remember that episode of Cat Dog, where like they find out like what they do to the other's teeth happens to the other one. So they just start destroying their own teeth. That is the most disgusting thing ever. That scarred me. Literally scarred. I was like, what is happening? Their teeth are like rotting and stuff. And I'm like, ah! I just remember there was like, uh, I, I every time they like did, there was episodes of like cat dogs anatomy. It just like always bothered me as a kid. Like there is an episode where like they have to like drain the water out of this pool. And like, I think like dog like sucks the water out of the pool, and then it shoots out of cat's mouth on the other end. And I'm just like, that's not yeah okay. <laughs> like what? Look, at the very least, like we know that SpongeBob does not have to shit. He does not have to shit out of his own mouth. <laughs> Cat dog does. <laughs> they share like one endocrine system. There's no biological way that that can go in both ends. It's not even a Siamese twin thing at that point. It's like the body. It's like what? Hey, you know what? I'm actually starting to understand the number one seed because you want to know why their body is sort of also their face, just like SpongeBob. <laughs> I, I is that the correlation that they made for the round one? If it is, I think it's actually genius. But I think how, it's. Uh, I think it's just. I, I think it's dog. I. I, I just think it. No. No pun intended. But like. <laughs> I, th I think it's just wrong. Like, it, there's no way this is a 16 seed. Like, Cat Dog is not like a top five seed. That show definitely like came and went. But it was it was a really really good show for its time. It was a to and I remember like vivid memories of having a uh, like a Cat Dog toy as a kid that was like an accordion in the middle, and it was like my favorite toy for like at least like six years of my life. It was great. So, uh, yeah, I guess we'll get to the to the voting process here. That's why I wanted to have an odd number of guests. So that way there are no ties. But I think we're all in conjunction here. I think we're moving SpongeBob on in uh, hand over fist. Mm -hmm. Happy sent to Nick SpongeBob. Hand over fist. Yeah. Yeah. One fine. No. Uh, one fine day with a wolf and a purr. As uh, we move on to the eight and nine matchup. This one's hard. I was going to say, bro, like well, what? I mean, it's an eight and nine seed. You know, those are like they're pretty close to each other. Yeah, those are like those like you know winners quarters like uh, matches, the real hype ones before top eight starts. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause that's the risk of getting in there. Not to make yeah. a dumb like Smash reference, but you know what I mean. It's like it's kind of that's kind of how it feels like. Kyle, pl Koopa, please read this one out because it's her physically hurting me. Yeah. So this matchup between the eight and the nine seed, uh, the eight seed Cosmo and Wanda from the Fairly Odd Parents going up against Jimmy Neutron. Of Jimmy Neutron. Um, this one sucks. Because, like, I, I, I've i said this on, like, multiple other platforms and in, like, my personal life. But these two shows are, like, in my opinion, two and three behind SpongeBob in regards to, like, how often I can quote these shows off the top of my head. Like, 
they're both so good. Like they had a crossover and they're making him fight in the first round. It's wrong. Well, it isn't Timmy. So, all right. So I'm, 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 I'm a tell you right now. The real answer is it's definitely not Jimmy because Jimmy is a hundred percent like one of the worst parts about his own show. That was my exact thought process. He is carried by by Hugh Neutron, and then Sheen and Carl. Like they're yeah. way better than Jimmy. Jimmy just causes problems. <laughs> he definitely does have that. Like I'm uh, I'm I'm sure as we go through this, there'll be other shows that like that also becomes glaringly obvious. Uh, but like, there's definitely a carried by your supporting cast uh, sort of mood here. So yeah, it's hard though because like I I, I think. Actually, I don't. I don't think it's that hard. <laughs> that I think about it it's like, what are we judging the criteria on? You know what I mean? Because I do agree with like, I do. It's hard because I do agree with Hungry in the sense that like, it's not Timmy, and Timmy is what causes all the problems based on the dumb crap, selfish crap that he wishes for. Cosmo and Wanda just have like a legal obligation to abide by it. Jimmy Neutron. Yeah, he's a genius, and he solves the problems at the end of the day. He causes but them, too. Exactly. Like, every episode... It's all his own it's hubris. It's his fault. It's literally and metaphorically, it's his own hubris. So, it's hard. And, you know, Jimmy Neutron, I feel like, you know, him by himself, and if... The thing is, he's... That's important as a plot device. You know, that he's the one who often messes this up, but he saves it at the end of the day as well. Like, so without Jimmy, obviously, despite the fact he's sort of carried by the supporting cast, there still is no show because he creates the problems in the first place. But at the same time, though, Jimmy by himself, I think most people can agree, is not the best character on that show. Most people will say Sheen. A ton of people will say Carl nowadays, because Carl is still an active meme nowadays, for sure. We even just had Ajax (laughs) recently, like, do his, like, Carl impression on, you know, like, on a stream. Like, Jimmy's mom, I love you. Like, so it's like a real, he's still, he's still prevalent in that sense. But, you know, like, like, you know, Hungry said, he's not, you know, what sort of carries the show. Meanwhile... I can't count exactly like I can't count on my two hands the amount of times that Cosmo alone has made me like burst out laughing as a child and an adult. So I'm being objective. Right. Make a left. (laughs) (laughs) That's I, I, I use that all the time in like my daily, like more often than I should. Ah, Sheen, you seem kind of down. Oh my God. Carl's not 100%. I'm not bright. Big words confuse me. I have the attention span of a rodent. (laughs) Like, there's just so many, like, good, like, one-off Cosmo lines. And Wanda's, like, pretty funny, too. Like, Yeah, she has her moments. I I just, like, I I don't think we talked enough about, like, the Fairly Odd Parents is such, like, a great show. Like, those, like, it definitely fell off a cliff real fast, like, once the show started jumping multiple sharks. But those first, like, four or five or... I, I honestly think that, like, they're... the. I think the Fairly Odd Parents was uh, a better show longer than SpongeBob was a good show. If you guys, that's my maybe. You mean Jimmy Neutron? When was Poof introduced? Like, what season was that? I'm gonna do a a quick search on that. Yeah, it's hard. That was kind of like when the show started heading towards rock bottom. Uh, Let's see. Poof debuted in. Give me a season here. Uh, he was born fairly odd, baby, which was in season six. Mm. 
Not bad. Yeah, because I don't know. I think SpongeBob kind of falls off after those first four seasons. I think season five, at a fair, I'd have to look through like what episodes are in like season five at a fair. Well, seasons episode. one through three are like unstoppable. Like, like yeah. Are we still four? talking about SpongeBob or Jimmy Neutron? I'm confused. Uh, SpongeBob. I'm talking about the Fairly Odd Parents. Well, we're talking about the Fairly Odd Parents, and we're talking about SpongeBob, even though SpongeBob is not currently relevant. Um, I don't know. I mean, I don't even remember season five. Of yeah, I'd Fairly have to like parents. look through like what's like there. I just I don't really remember shows like this. I don't really remember seasons as much as I do just like stand out like episodes and stuff. Yeah, so we're gonna. We're going to just ignore that comment for now. Yeah. I'm going to lock in my vote for Cosmo and Wanda. <sighs> okay. Yeah, um, me too. Seems I'm outnumbered then. Doesn't I don't think my vote matters. And it's but really too hard like for to me know, to decide though. anyway. Because I just, I think Jimmy Neutron, if I rewatched that show like about a year ago or a year or two ago. Actually, wow. I keep forgetting about the time skip. I guess three years ago. Um... That show, in my, it only got better as it went on. In my humble opinion, I think that show only got better as it went on, and Fairly Odd Parents only got worse. I personally, I like Jimmy. I, I think I actually like Jimmy Neutron a little bit more of a show than Fairly Odd Parents personally. But at the same time, Cosmo and Wanda, like I feel like, like you said, Jimmy Neutron, I think is supported a uh, little bit carried by its supporting cast, and like I said, Cosmos made me laugh just so, so many times. So I'm just gonna say, for the sake of it and my personal bias here, it's too close to decide. I'm gonna go with Jimmy Neutron, but Cosmo and Wanda moves on anyway because you two, you two both got it. I mean, I feel like whoever wins this, it, it, everyone's gonna it's run kind into of a losing. Saw. That's a losing yeah. uh, battle or, here. Yeah. But like, we but we continue on here as we move on to the five and twelve matchup. I'm sure these seeds are backwards, by the way. <laughs> uh, yeah, I agree. So the number five seed is uh, <laughs> he is Little Pete Ringley uh, from the Nickelodeon uh, hit comedy show, The Adventures of Pete and Pete, which ran for three seasons in the uh, mid '90s on Nickelodeon. Played now you. Again, before we get into it, uh, going up against the number 12 seed, uh, the titular uh, Danny Phantom from the show Danny Phantom. Um, yeah, this is kind of fucked up, but let me just remind you guys. Little Pete is portrayed by legendary Nickelodeon actor and uh, a man that knows his way around getting slime, Danny Tamborelli. So, also the voice of Jimmy in Grand Theft Auto Five. Not sure if uh, I remember that or not. That was wow. interesting. Yeah range <laughs> uh yeah listen i don't i have very little memories of the adventures the of pete and pete so <laughs> what's this ron weasley looking motherfucker he's not all that bro <laughs> I'm danny phantom yeah, yeah. I, I don't care you did i'm i don't this pot dumb i'm not talking with anybody danny phantom yeah, this, this is a pretty. He's here to fight for me. for me and you. Yeah. <laughs> How did we betray him like that? You know what? In an era of, he was uh, just fourteen. <laughs> you can definitely read the theme theme song of Danny Phantom as like a dramatic poem, and it has the same effect. Yo, like a slam poetry night. Yo, Danny Phantom, he was just fourteen. When his parents built a very strange machine 
<laughs> like I could totally see that as like a the, like the hottest like slam poetry. Like just get like get like the little snaps at the end and everything. Uh yeah, this show is this was so good. Like in in, in an era now where like we have all these awful like Butch Hartman like spin-off shows, like Oh, Danny yeah. Phantom was the one that like definitely stuck. I heard. I heard. Tough you remember Puppy Tough Puppy? Me I neither. No, Tough Puppy was. I, I heard like it was the good. Of Tough I heard Puppy. it was good. No, like, in all watched... seriousness, it was kind of underrated. He had like one show after that that I think was pretty poopy. There was, uh, I was depressed Bunsen because Beast, which I never watched either. Yeah, sucks because Jerry Trainer finally got like a voice role in one of like these Nickelodeon cartoons. And oh yeah, that was in was... Tough Puppy. Did yeah, he no, he was Tough Puppy. He yeah, was he was the titular character in that show. That show was that show was from what I remember not like bad. The theme I heard song was, was pretty good. good. I never heard someone say something negative about it. So, <laughs> any theme song that can like work in the phrase "chew his butt" and like not have it be weird is um, like pretty dope. But we're not here to talk about Tough Puppy. We're here to talk about Danny Phantom. Uh, Who I'm, wins? You know, I'm, like clean what? Sweep. Yeah, like yeah, clean sweep. Like this show is so good. Danny Phantom is uh, body it, bag. I don't I'm, like the characters are great. The, the writing is clever and like. In an era, like, this is around that era where, like, Nickelodeon was, like, trying to give you, like, a little bit more to chew on, like, plot-wise on these shows. Like, it was a little bit more self-serious. Like, there was definitely, like, overarching conflict. And this is cool. Danny Phantom looks cool. The characters are, are iconic. And, yeah, I don't know what else there needs to be said. The show, like, was funny alone by itself as a serial show, but still had such underlying amazing episodic development and character development of every character in that show as it went on danny phantom only got better as it went on like it had that like same like serial style that like butch hartman's earlier shows like fairly odd parents had which already in itself made the show watchable enough as it is and then it had this crazy episodic arc of danny like slowly being discovered trying to hide his identity like like more people discovering who he is like the publicity that he was getting that he didn't want because of it. And the character development in that show was nutty. So, honest to God, if you haven't watched Danny Phantom, do it right now. It's on Hulu. Like, to turn off the podcast. Turn it off. Go watch Danny Phantom right now. <laughs> it was really that great of a show. And honestly, it's the cleanest sweep. Because I don't know who this Ron Weasley-looking motherfucker is. But he does not pale in comparison to my boy Danny Phantom. Who Sorry defended us all at the young age of 14. There. Yeah. I remember Danny Temborelli. He was better he was as a... only 14. <laughs> oh, God. Danny Temborelli just was, like, way better as, like, a contestant on Figure It Out. Because, like, whenever he didn't know an answer, he would just, like, scream that he doesn't know what it is. And then he would just, like, <laughs> move on. But, yeah. Danny Phantom moves on here. And he will face off against the winner of the 4 and 13 matchup. Uh, the battle little, of the... This is an actual close one. Yeah, this is Battle of the Game Show host Mark Summers and Mike O'Malley. Mark Summers, the host of the ever successful uh, Double Dare, uh, and uh, Mike O'Malley, the host of Guts and all of its uh, various spinoffs. So, this is kind of a tough one. Like both these, like these are like seriously like famous people that like worked at Nickelodeon. Like Mike O'Malley went on, I think, to like like he did a, a couple of other things, but I think he was like most. Uh, known besides this from like a reoccurring role in Glee and Mark Summers obviously went on to like do a lot of stuff at the Food Network and stuff so this is kind of a tough one Nickelodeon Guts do you got it or do you have it? You have to have it. <laughs> it's, it's, it's do you have it 
Well, and it's like it's it's hard. Like I, I compared so, the shows, th- Double Dare is maybe like a little more iconic because it kind of like solidified the slime kind of thing aspect of Nick. Yeah, like you the know? gross. The, like when when I think of like Nickelodeon and like that era, I think of like really gross, like disgust, like I don't know, gross like prop stuff. Like I remember they had like a, a big affiliation for like slime and like gack or like whatever the hell they call it and. Double Dare definitely, like, you know, ran with that because I just have vivid memories of that one obstacle on the show where, like, you have to, like, pick something out of, like, a thing's nose. Like, it was pretty Ooh. gnarly. And, like, uh, Double Dare, obviously, I think was, like, the more successful show. It ran on for, like, because then there was, like, Triple Double Dare and then there was, like, Family Double Dare. So, like, there was, like, a, a couple of spinoffs there where Guts only really had the international version. Uh, and Guts was a Michael fun. is pretty hype, though. Yeah, Michael O'Malley is pretty hype, and that show was a lot of fun. Like, nothing compares in hype, like I said, to the aggro crag. Like, the giant obstacle you you climb once you reach the end of your, uh, you know, the the final round of guts. It's like, it it was it it's daunting. Like, it was one of the still like one of the coolest things I've ever seen. Uh, I know David's a little bit younger, so he doesn't have like, you know, much. That like, have you seen like any like semblance of these shows? Like, maybe in like reruns or anything? No. <laughs> I do not know either of these gentlemen. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. I've just so I've been pretty silent. I, I got no say. All I'm right, sorry. David. So I'm a, uh, so I'm a zoomer, and it's fine. We'll we'll we'll, we'll force we'll force you in one direction or the other. This one's hard though. So uh, hungry. I'm already leaning towards Double Dare because, like, uh, I agree with Hungry in the fact that it was sort of like the birth of what Nickelodeon's identity was. You know, really brought the whole like slime, gross out like aesthetic into it, which really like changed the course of the network. At the very least, you know that like impacted stuff like in like a generation like a little afterwards that didn't watch this kind of stuff. So at the very so I guess Mark Summers has had like that much more of an impact on me than Mike O'Malley was, who hold his, hosted uh, this Nickelodeon guts thing, which I is a little before my time. I don't even know what that is. So I guess that's my pick. I'm voting for Mike O'Malley. <laughs> Ooh, that's oh, a boy. hard one. You know what? I'm going to go with the upset here. I'm going to go with Mike O'Malley. I, oh, I, my God. I, I think, like, d- like Double Dare was fun, but, like, Guts was, like, if you were on Guts, you were super cool. Like, and I, I, I just. Everyone wanted to be on Guts, man. Yeah. Like, there's just this, there's this one video that's, like, I, I found on YouTube, like, a few weeks ago. It's called, like, The Worst Guts Contestant Ever. And there's just this poor guy that, like, because, like, you had to, like, do these, like, extreme sports challenges and stuff. Like, they'd hook you up into harnesses and, like, you'd be, like, white water rafting, like, inside and stuff. Like, it was, like, stupid what they would make you do. And, like, this poor kid just, like, could not, like, move his boat. Like, I felt so bad for him. But uh, we move on as Michael O'Malley moves on to the next round. Uh, the 6-11 and 11 matchup. This one's This one also kind of kind of tough uh the six seed chucky finster from uh the rugrats going up against steve burns or just steve from blues clues he had a last name i mean that's his like actual last name oh did i just dock steve burns what's the blues clues lore i need to know what's his last name he had a he got mail all the time he sang a whole damn song about it so obviously he has like a government legal last name did not (laughs) remember that what are you talking about? There was like a rumor that he was dead for like a long time. And then he's like, Oh, yeah. No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not what? dead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I remember he had to go on like the Rosie O'Donnell show of like all things to like 
let people know it's like, hey, I'm not dead. I think like the actual story behind that is that like um, I think the guy that like Steve Burns, the actor, like started going bald at like a really young age. And he's like, yeah, I don't want to like lose my hair on national TV. So I quit. <laughs> I'm like, damn, that's crazy. Uh, yeah, uh, this is hard. Like, I really like both of these shows. Like, I watched Blue's Clues is like a very like one of my favorite shows as a kid because like there's you know it's it's educational television. It was on all the time. It was incredibly popular. But also, I watched it out of the Rugrats around that same time. So I don't know. Like, where where, where do you guys feel like both of these shows in general? Blue's could do. We can too. <laughs> uh, I, I yeah, I watched a lot of Blue's Clues growing up, and then like. The continuation of like the the Steve Burns character in the show is also really cool. Like he like trained the next guy in the show, and then like when they put the next next guy, like the, all three of them were on a phone call like together. Like that was so cool. Yeah, that was that was cool. Um, if you don't know what we're talking about, like Blues Clues got re like rebooted. Uh, I think it was like last year. And the host of the show, like in the first episode, uh, there's a, a cameo appearance from. Uh, Steve and Joe, who's the guy that replaces Steve after the fact, and I thought that, again, I thought that was cool. As someone He's that, a like, detective looking for yeah. clues in real life, well, real there, his life, his <laughs> card, uh, <laughs> Dick life. <laughs> so he's kind of hype. I could have said it better myself, David. What do you think? What do you, What are your thoughts on these shows, bro? The mail never fails. That being said, Rugrats definitely a better show than Blue's Clues. I it's I feel like the two are just relatively incomparable. One is very important to the development of a child, and the other one is just very iconic. But Blue's it's Clues also at the very same time starting to the development of a child. <laughs> yes, yo, the big baby, true. yo. Blue's Clues really impacted me as a child in like a good way, my friend. I don't know, and I'm reading this stuff about Steve Burns right now. He's like, yeah, I just didn't want to go bald on a TV show. <laughs> That's what it was straight up. That is wild. Oh, yeah. man. Glad to see he's doing all right, though. None of that other crazy stuff about him wound up being true. Um, it's interesting because, you know, Chucky Finster is sort of represents the idea that just because you're scared doesn't mean you're not strong. That character is a reminder of that. Like, sort of like the Luigi style of character where, like, he does, he's scared as hell to do these things, but he does them anyway. Because he knows that he has to for his friends and for his loved ones. And that's what true bravery is. It's not not being scared. It's powering through when you are scared. And Chucky Finster, for the most part, represents that. There were some episodes where he was just a little bitch. And didn't do anything. And, you know, literally cried in a corner. And let's other ones forget, where he like... What's up? Uh, let's not forget all growing up. Because that... I don't know, man. Uh, are we talking about Rugrats? Are we talking about Chucky Fin? Are we talking about Rugrats, Chucky Finster? Or are we talking about all grown up Chucky hey, Finster? Hey, yo, they're related. They're the same uh, person. They're the same person. A person <laughs> changes in like, ten years. Hungry? Yeah, I don't. What if I didn't like that? <laughs> that show like was. That? I. It's funny. I so like. They recently like rebooted the Rugrats, and I like watched it, and it was all right. Uh, I thought it was funny. And then, like, I caught, like, a couple of episodes of, like, you know, the older show and also a few episodes of All Grown Up because, like, I feel like that show is in, like, in a constant state of being canceled all the time. And then I watch it. I'm just like, oh, no wonder. The show fucking sucks. <laughs> it was, <laughs> wow. It was so – it's just – it was not Rugrats. Like, it just felt weird to me. Uh, that being said, though, I agree with what David said. Like, Chucky Finster is definitely the embodiment of just, like, you know – 
even if you're scared to do, you know, even if you're scared, like doesn't mean you don't like, you know, stand up for like uh, what you believe. And in also or, remember like, when it once if Chucky does not exist, the apocalypse happens. <laughs> That's true. actually, you know what? I yeah. am gonna vote Chucky here because specifically because of the bravery thing. And do you know why? He stands up for everything despite being absolutely afraid to. And Steve Burns was too afraid, so he quit a show because he was too scared of going bald in front of a bunch of preschoolers who wouldn't even fucking remember. I'm Yo, voting for Chucky. The apocalypse happened. That is true. I completely forgot about that. <laughs> uh, yeah, they had like a what is the, what is the movie like the famous movie? It's um, the Rugrats in Paris. No. <laughs> the guy that wishes he was never born. Oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. I forget what that was called. A Wonderful Life. Yeah, it's a Wonderful Life. Yep, yeah. yep, 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 yep. It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah, that's oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, I, I, I'm definitely gonna. From that. I'm definitely gonna vibe with Chucky Finster here. Like you know, I also I just recently watched like the Rugrats movies again. They still hold up really well. <laughs> Chucky Chan is still a banger. That song is oof, so good. I vote Chucky. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Clean sweep for Chucky Finster. Congratulations. As we move on, we're getting to near uh, bottom of this bracket here. Three seed versus the fourteen seed. Kel Kimball from Keenan and Kel going up against Regina Reggie Rocket from Rocket Power. Regina. Oof. This is a tough one. This Uh, is really, really hard. I have my answer, though. All right. Uh, Go off. Reggie, he was kind of a bitch. Like, let's be honest. Like, he would just, like... I thought thought Reggie was the sister. Huh? Reggie's the sister, isn't she? Yeah. Reggie was the sister. Otto is the brother. Oh, man. I'm I'm messed up right now. His dad has, like, a really similar name, I think, if I'm not mistaken. It's Raymundo. Okay. So, I'm all mixed up. That's all right. You cut that part out. Uh, (laughs) I'm not going to, but it's fine. You cut it out. Uh, (laughs) This is classified information. All right. Uh... Still, the best parts of the of of, of the rocket power were uh, were the parents or well, was dad and you know Tito Tito yeah uh, yeah and Cal was hype <laughs> the the best way out of corner pressure little causes <laughs> <laughs> the memes are pretty good yeah this is this is a hard worry the jab out he of the drop court. the screw <laughs> in David the you're, tuna. You're, you're a little bit younger than us too. were you ever did you ever see like either of these shows like i want to hit like the down taunt on the stage and have just like tito talk about every fighter in the game <laughs> like the little like one two frame taunt that like the star fox characters and like the kid Irkers ones can yeah. do <laughs> yeah i want like special smash taunts and nick all stars for tito <laughs> oh jesus the ancient Hawaiian uh, saying. The, oh my lord uh yeah kenan and kel little before my time everybody raves about this show though i totally understand it uh yeah, Rocket Power? No, Rocket Power I watched. Very vague memories of that show, too. Not as much. This one, I feel like I personally could go either way. I don't have too much to say on it. I don't... I Like, I did watch Rocket Power. I, I did watch that show, but I was incredibly young. I really do not remember much of it. All I remember is Tito makes me laugh, so let's go, Tito. So that's all I got. <laughs> that's all I got. Like, talk to somebody who knows what they're talking about on this one. I'm sorry. I'm such a Zoomer. Can I take your order? There. <laughs> Lovely. And we're uh, nothing happened. What are you talking about? Um, I yeah. Cut that part out. Uh, what? 
Uh, yeah, Keenan and Kel. Uh, this is I love this show. <laughs> Keenan and Kel's great. Me and uh, again, it's a little bit like of that was like of one of my like earlier memories of like Nickelodeon shows. I was like maybe like nine or ten when the show was still like airing in reruns. Like I know, uh, hungry. I know you really like this show. Yeah, it's really good, man. I mean, it's just. Well, it was like Drake and Josh before Drake and Josh. Yeah, that's a good way to, to put it. Like, it's just, it's so funny. Like, it holds. I haven't like wa- gone back to like watch a lot of it. I will say the Keenan and Kel Chris uh, holiday special is like one of my favorite holiday specials of all time. It's very funny. I just remember Keenan's dad like constantly getting like very angry. <laughs> like that always led for like fun humor. I put the screw in the tuna, like iconic. Dude, orange soda. It's raining orange soda. Yeah. <laughs> this is definitely like the peak for orange soda. I think this is why I like orange soda so much. <laughs> do you guys like orange I def- soda? I, I, I do, but I, I definitely was like, yeah, orange soda's great. <laughs> Let's go to the show at first. <laughs> That being said, though, uh, yeah, Reggie Rocket, Rocket Power again. I th- I agree with you. I think some of the best aspects of Rocket Power are like the adults, because like some something about Rocket Power, like I don't know, like I I liked watching it, but like it's not something that like stands. The characters, the characters were never all that great to me. Yeah, like the main cast, and it's it's I don't know, it's hard. Like it's definitely it uh, had some uh, like darker moments, and those were cool. I was like, whoa. Yeah, this. I think there, there's, there's an episode where, like, I think, like, Otto, like, breaks his leg on a mountain, like, snowboarding. Like, yeah, that was some wild and there's stuff. Like a, like a, there's, like, a tropical storm or whatever. Yeah. And they get yeah. caught out. I'm like, yo, he's going to die. For real. <laughs> that show definitely went there. Like, there, it, it got weird, but. Definitely a cool show, but, you know. It's pretty extreme. I, yeah. I, I, but moving on, uh, let's, let's get to the voting process. Uh, David, as the Zoomer in the group, who are you voting for? I uh, flip a coin. <laughs> All right, we'll flip it. Was it uh, heads? It's heads. Heads. You vote for Kel. Tails. It's Reggie. I don't actually have a coin. Hold, hold on. There's a Google app for that. There's a Google app for everything. Coin. I got an actual coin here. Here we go. No, I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. Hold on. A second. <laughs> my, co- my coin was tails. Mine. Mine too. Actually. So. All right. So that's a vote for Reggie Rocket. Hungry. Word. I'm voting for Kel. I'm also voting for Kel. Kel is is the coin is, flip did not matter. <laughs> yeah, who loves orange soda? Kel loves orange soda. It's iconic. <laughs> it's so good. And as we move on, uh, near the bottom of the bracket here, uh, the seven versus ten matchup. Uh, <laughs> one of my personal favorite characters in a Nickelodeon show, Mosquito Skeeter Valentine, uh, from Doug. Going up against the character played by Lori Beth Dinberg and all that, Mrs. Hushbaum, uh, who's like a librarian. That like again, uh, it, the the gag of I think the the uh, the just loud, the right? Yeah, it's just you're loud and she's loud. Um, that being said, though, I I'm, <laughs> I'm just I, gonna, I have my answer. Yeah, I have my answer. It's Skeeter. Skeeter's <laughs> it's Skeeter. great. Skeeter's great. <laughs> Skeeter, like that's it's it's such a great name. Like Doug was a show is like. Weird. We'll talk about it in a, in a little bit because uh, there's some other characters littered throughout here. But like Doug, like looked weird, but like it was always a show that like I had like on in the background, and it was it was fun. It was it was it was a, a from what I remember, like I enjoyed myself. I just remember I, I vividly remember like a holiday special where like uh, <laughs> this girl thinks that like pork chop is like attacking her, 
and then like pork chop was like trying to like save her life or something like that and then they're just like nah we gotta get rid of pork chop and i'm like what <laughs> like excuse me it's kind of it's kind of fucked up uh but yeah uh skeeter's great <laughs> big fan <laughs> of skeeter david do you got any opinion on any of these shows always vote for skeeter never a cheater there you go. And there we go, folks. We're moving on. Skeeter he's an Valentine underachiever. He's just a, he's a, he's a clean sweep. Yeah, clean sweep. Again, great name. Mosquito Valentine. Like, I love that. And That's then great. the next one. Yeah, I was about to say, sweep. speaking of clean sweeps. Yeah, this, this one we won't dwell on too long. Uh, the two versus 15 matchup. Aang from Avatar, Last Ender, go, going up against Binya Binya from the Nick Jr. hit show Gullah Gullah Island. Uh, it's, come on. What are we doing here? <laughs> Can we just move on? If you guys wanted to learn more about Gala Gala Island, there's a great defunct TV video about it. Uh, watch it; it's very educational. Avatar is one of the best shows ever made, so we're gonna it's gonna be a clean sweep there uh, for Ang as he moves on to the next round. And now, like we said, we're gonna start. Uh, we're gonna we're, we're gonna keep up. it. Yeah, we're gonna keep it in this region still as we move on. And you know, now that we've kind of like discussed who these characters are and like how we feel about the shows, we don't have to dwell like too long on these picks. So, uh, the round of thirty-two matchup is SpongeBob SquarePants versus Cosmo and Wanda. Um, I'm just gonna say it. This is a, it's like, SpongeBob. It's, it's SpongeBob. Yeah, like, it is. Even at even at like the high highs of the Fairly Odd Parents, it does not this touch is, SpongeBob. It's, it's, this is a meat grinder like side of the bracket. It's like, yeah, like, nope. <laughs> Everybody's gonna get doused here. So even, SpongeBob, even if you're good, it's SpongeBob. Yeah, one show like really like really affected our childhoods in a very positive way, and then the other one is literally like evolved into our speech. With how much yeah. the show has like impacted our generation, it's, it's it's no contest. It's SpongeBob. Yeah, no, that that's the, the you hit the nail right on the head. So SpongeBob, moving on to the Sweet Sixteen. Uh, the next matchup we have: 12-16. Danny Phantom versus Mike O'Malley. The twelve and thirteen matchup, both making upsets in the first round. Uh, this one's as as much as I enjoy Mike O'Malley, I'm riding with my yeah, man Danny Phantom. Danny Phantom. This one's a little easy too. So <laughs> we don't sweat, we simmer. <laughs> uh, show yeah, really so showcase the range of Rob Paulson. You know, usually for like, oh, hi, yes. I Carl. Like, and then he he also plays Danny's dad, who sounds nothing like that, like you at all. A, <laughs> random bit of trivia: Don't know Rob Paulson's son follows me on Twitter. That's no, odd. that's that's kind of weird. Yeah. My ex-girlfriend's yeah. brother still follows me, and I think that's weird, but I guess that's not as interesting. Let's move on. Move on. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to go into more detail about that. I just thought it was a similar situation. Let's move on. Moving on. Uh, <laughs> I lost my train of thought. Uh, yeah, next matchup. Chucky Finster versus Kel Kimball. This one, you know what? This one's I, hard. It's hard. Like, think... <sighs> I, it's just one of those things where it's like, mm, do you go with like the, you know, the, the down on his luck, like, you know, comic relief character, or do you go with like, you know, the core, the heart of the show? I think the Kel is like the core of like Keenan and Kel. Yeah. Uh, Keenan was definitely the straight man, you know, to the Kel's wild. Um, but Chucky, it's like, I don't know, man. He's got an, an arc, you know? Yeah, he does. He's a more developed character. Uh, personally, for me, I definitely like the Rugrats better. Yeah, I also agree with you. Um, definitely, I think, this is definitely a tough one, but I, I, I'm going with Chucky. 
I think I'm also going to go with Chucky. I was going to vote for Chucky anyway, if I'm being honest. He I, he reminds me of myself as a child and has impacted me Yo, personally a lot 3-0, more. It so. was 3-0, but it was close. <laughs> that is true. That is the epitome. Oh, of man. Yo, Glenn tweets be like... <laughs> yeah. As now we get to the bottom half of our, our bracket there. Uh, Skeeter versus Aang. Again, no contest in my opinion. Like Yeah, Aang is another meat grinder. Yeah, like it's it's kind of sucks that like Aang's had like two pretty cakewalky like beginning matchups. Like at least like Skeeter's Cat a good Dog- character. Skeeter's yeah, like good character. yeah, like yeah. Skeeter's a great character, but like Aang is like he's Aang. He's the best. He's the Avatar. Like, av- well, we'll have other instances to talk about Avatar like a little bit more in depth when like it's not like a complete meat grinder. Uh, but yeah, Aang going to be moving on to the sweet. Uh, this is it's technically the sweet sixteen round. Uh, so. That next matchup is going to be SpongeBob versus Danny Phantom. Oh, and, this is where it gets hard, boys. And I'm still voting for SpongeBob. And I'm, Even I'm also Danny Phantom is great. I'm also still voting for SpongeBob. I think, like, it's again, it's 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 hard. Like, as as much as I love Danny Phantom and like I love the characters and I love the world building and I love all of that stuff, it's just like SpongeBob is just like like we've mentioned. It's like he's SpongeBob's, like a level above, man. It's yeah. really hard to take him down. And yeah. even if he wasn't, the shows are those two shows are apples and oranges. You yeah. know what I mean? Like very, very different style. But yeah. like, you know, SpongeBob, like I said, he's just he's just too impactful. He really is. I could definitely see him winning the whole bracket, but that's a bridge to cross he's, when we he's come gonna, to he's it. He's gonna be hard to beat. Yeah. It's definitely gonna be a hard one to beat. Uh so SpongeBob moves on to the Elite Eight. Uh as we get down to the bottom half of our bracket, where we're going to have Chucky Finster versus Aang. And again, uh, it's clean sweep. Yeah, Aang takes it. <laughs> I still don't. It's, it's hard. Like we could make them it, actually fight. Uh, yeah, and the result would be like the a same. Child being murdered. Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> like the result would be the same. It would still nah, be a clean sweep. He wouldn't sweep. kill him. He wouldn't kill him. He wouldn't kill him. He'd just, still... he just take away his ability to like, talk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he'd probably I, I, scare him. He'd be like, ah, yeah. <laughs> He's trying to marry his dad. Bro, just like form up like a wind ball or something just to try try to have him like go on like a roundabout, like have some fun. Meanwhile, Chucky's just like pissing his pants the whole time. He's just scared, not even trying enjoying to help it. You. <laughs> <laughs> trying to make him like more of a free spirit, and I gotta give it to Aang for that. So yeah, there you go. That's my yeah. boy. Yeah, Aang, Aang's great. Avatar is fantastic. And we now get to the, oh boy. The, this is, this is to get into the final four. So this is the actual tough one. This is a hard one. Like we I because both of these shows like culturally have impacted like not just like, you know, our 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 yeah, I could say like our generation like really like swears by these two shows. So it's really hard to pick. Oh, it's like my lord. It's like if we're going for me, like, I would initially say Spongebob just because he's impacted me, and I, di- I didn't watch Avatar as a child. Like, I waited until I was an adult, but that show was so, so brilliantly written and still hit me as an adult Unlike the actual kind of difficulties that you can have in growing up as a child. Like, the the metaphors and the analogies that a- that Avatar makes as a show is second to none. You know what I mean? Like it, like it makes me think of like love as a child, like growing up, overseeing, you know, adversaries and stuff, something like that. It correlates it to actual like issues that somebody has as other a child could have better than any show I've ever seen. 
especially considering the fact that all the, you know, uh, as far as I'm concerned, I think all the characters, the main characters who were children were also voiced by children, which kind of helped with the immersion, which good on Nick for getting that many child actors. If I want to make it a little easier for myself, child actors, exactly, which phenomenal. God knows that's not easy to find, but I mean, that's more so on the production side of things. So to try to make it a little easier for myself, I could say that like, you know, a lot of those like lessons and stuff and like really broken metaphors of growing up as a kid or a teenager and the adversities they face, it wasn't all Aang. You know, I learned a lot of that stuff through like, you know, Zuko, you know, and through Sokka as well, and even Katara to an extent. And because just I'm saying that because like hers is a little different as far as, you know, like my experience goes, still a broken, broken character, easily one of the most broken ones in that show, potentially the most I could give it to Spongebob for the sheer fact that Avatar's writing is what made the show so impactful for me. And Aang was a big, 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 massive part of that. But it wasn't all him. You know what I mean? Like Spongebob sort of like can contest with that because of how impactful it was. I mean, he's obviously one of the best parts of that show. So, you know, it's like kind of similar in that way. So like Patrick, Mr. Crab, Squidward. Sandy, Gary. <laughs> it's true. There are it's a, a, both these supporting casts are really strong, but I just think I'm willing to lock in my vote right now. And I think I'm going to vote for Aang because I think as a, a show, like a contained show, like, like we, like, like we brought it before SpongeBob definitely like fell off a cliff after a certain point, And it's mm, like really struggled point. to like, regain a lot of that like confidence that's again spongebob as a character is great but like you know I, I just think ang as like the journey that ang goes on is so beautifully written and like so beautifully like put on display and for you know for a show of that era in like 2004 when the show was like airing like it, it, i don't think we'll ever see anything like that ever again so i'm i'm locking up my vote for ang <sighs> okay this is the most difficult decision I've ever had to make in my life. I mean, honest to God, like, if you held a gun to my head right now, I wouldn't be able to really choose which one of these two it is. They're both such insanely impactful characters, and I could think that Aang has, on top of the amazing character development that that character has, has made me laugh as much as he did as an adult when I watched Avatar for the first time. That show still impacted me as probably as hard as it would have if I was a child as an adult, And I can probably say that Spongebob might not have done that. Like, Spongebob is as impactful to our generation as it is because we all watched it at that same ripe time of our childhoods. I feel like if we all watched Spongebob now, we'd still enjoy it, but it wouldn't have that same impact of ingraining. You know what I mean? Avatar, even my sister. My sister doesn't even really watch, you know, that kind of stuff as much. She watched Avatar when it came to Netflix. Uh, She loved it. She absolutely loved that show. And I'm like, okay, that really explains a lot considering the kind of stuff that my sister likes. It's incredibly difficult, but SpongeBob being the serialized show that it is, is a little different because Avatar could have been serialized, but it was still one of the best episodic stories that I've ever seen in my life. I don't know how much that necessarily has to do with the character, though. It's hard to take that in a comparison. Like, I'm trying to compare them. I feel like I'm talking about the writing of the show back and forth, like, between the two others, and that's not just an Aang thing. And it's not just a SpongeBob thing, you know? Like, we're talking strictly the characters right now. Mm -hmm. 
So that's, oh God, this is hard. This is so, so hard. Um, I think I know where I'm leaning right now, but before I do, Hungry, help. Please, God, help me. Well, this is definitely like a very like kind of messed up matchup. This is like comparing like, they shouldn't Michael be in the Corleone same to like uh, uh, Charlie Chaplin. It's like, <laughs> it's like two completely different worlds. Uh, Michael Corleone is from The Godfather if you're uncultured. <laughs> <laughs> or if you're just an extreme Zoomer. Yeah. So, and, and if you know what Charlie Chaplin is, I, I, sorry, I can't help you. Yeah, sorry. Uh, so, it's like, who is better at what they do? This is the, That's kind of like the, the question that ends up coming out, right? Yeah. Mm. So it's, who's it's better hard. at what? Like, like at what? As a, a comedic character, SpongeBob might be the best. Like, yeah, <laughs> he might be the funniest character, definitely in Nickelodeon's history. Mm. Yeah, it's hard. It's really hard, right? And then yeah. Aang, a more serious character. Yeah, he obviously has his own comedic. Uh, aspect to him but definitely a more serious and more uh well thought out and written character who's you know his arc is very you know well defined and though his kind of like philosophy through life ends up affecting a bunch of other characters right but is he the best at what he does is he the best character on that show my answer is that he isn't Mm. Even though he's fantastic, right? And this is like the, you know, this is the mail-in votes coming in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? P.O. Box are hungry. So if I had to, like, on a merit, I'm going to vote for SpongeBob. Ooh, this is hard. All right, David. We're not talking now. about SpongeBob the show versus Avatar Last Airman the show. Even though that's yeah, this is fair. We go based on writing here. We've been talking about that quite a lot, but I mentioned prior that in Avatar, a lot of the lessons you learn from that show is not just from Aang. There are episodes that have nothing to do with Aang that are some of the best in the show, and that can that really like talk about the amazing, impactful lessons that you learn as like a child or like a teenager, like. Like, you know, friggin' Toph. You know, like a Toph and, like, her arc. And, like, her, like, her, the whole fact that the show never treats her, quote-unquote, disability as a disability. It's just her quirk. You know what I mean? And she makes her own way with it. That's a huge message to teach disabled kids. That's got nothing to do with Aang. I'm trying to think of, like, you know, we've been talking about writing this whole time, or I have. How many episodes of SpongeBob can you say are good without SpongeBob? Not there are amazing characters in that show that kind of are that really help and you know make SpongeBob not my personal favorite character in the show, but all the in- impactful, insanely quotable stuff. It's in one way or another correlated to him. Whereas Avatar, Aang is himself is an amazing character, but he's got a lot of the typical like main character, uh, main anime character traits. And I've learned a lot of like the lessons that you learn from that show, not from him. Where SpongeBob, if he was not present in many of the episodes, the jokes that have the jokes and sayings and quotes from that show that impact us in the way that they do, 
would not really exist. I really was initially, I was actually going to vote for Aang at first, and I was going to say, Gabe OG, eat your heart out. But after this discussion, no, <laughs> I got to go with SpongeBob. I'm locking it in. Yeah, listen, I can't disagree with, there's there's no losers here, only SpongeBob. Uh, <laughs> These two should have um, been in different brackets, man. That was hard. Yeah, this is rough, and we'll talk about that as we uh, as we move along here. So, SpongeBob, congratulations on locking in your spot out of the bikini bottom region. Makes sense, uh, as he uh, will be one of our four contestants going off in the final four. And I think Sorry, just for, for fun, let, let's move on to over to the right of our screen to the Bluffington region, where I got Ooh. some beef. This is a, this is going to be a rough one as we take a look at the one in sixteen matchup here. Doug Funny from Doug versus Nigel Thornberry of the Wild Thornberries. This is a crime. Why is Doug a number one seed in this bracket? Oh yeah, especially his his like his round one is gonna beat him. Yeah, <laughs> he's gonna get upset, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Eliza, I appear to be getting corner pressured in my left eye. <laughs> Muppet. Uh, oh my god yeah let me ask you just one question Mm -hmm. who is in nickelodeon all-stars brawl yeah who's not and who's not and who's not get fucked doug (laughs) that's a good one let's be let's be real here doug got picked up by disney like yeah yeah that's for sure yeah facts okay that's enough of a reason nigel thornberry Let's yeah, this needs not be said. Nigel Thornberry is one of the best characters. He's, he's the best. He's Bottom best. seed in that bracket. Oh, my yeah, that's God. I like I'm to upset. talk to wrote this. I'm very upset. So that's an easy one. Nigel Thornberry going on over Doug Funny. Not – come on. It's, I, I'm not even going to entertain it anymore. Nah. Not, to say, not to say Doug's a bad character. Yeah, Doug's fine. But like he, he's just he's just all right. There's a great he's, he's no a great episode of Doug because like Doug's big thing is that he writes in a journal at the end of every episode, and there's an episode where he like loses his journal and he tries to like write on other things, and like he <laughs> so he's like dear toilet paper, it's <laughs> and it's just like I just, for some reason it just like always stuck with me as a kid. He's like dear multicolored planning book. <laughs> I'm just like so stupid, but yeah, oh, Nigel man. Thornberry. Like it's the Wild Thornberries is a great show. But Nigel He's also Thornberry got a great character. Definitely has like a bigger, definitely has like bigger balls as well. Like you never see Doug Funny like running up to these animals like all like Steve Irwin style. Like ah, he's angry, he's angry. <laughs> like you know, Nigel Thornberry's journal is just his life experiences, and that in itself is more badass than being a being a teenager and writing in that thing. Doug may have invented a whole new day. But every day was fun day for Nigel Thornberry, and that is why he gets my vote. Yeah, that need not be said. So congrats to Nigel Thornberry with the biggest upset of the day so far. Uh, yeah. The 8-9 matchup. <laughs> the 8-9 matchup. Uh, this one is, to me, IMO. Also it's a clean sweep. Also a clean sweep. Sorry, Mr. Krabs Doug. from SpongeBob versus Porkchop from Doug. As great as a character as Porkchop is, I'm Listen. always a fan of an anthropomorphic animal in a show. Mr. Come on, man. Mr. Krabs. Like, yeah. I just Googled Brown Chop. You're spending all of me money. <laughs> Look, I, I, I Google Mr. Krabs and I get Mr. Krabs. I Google pork chop. <laughs> you don't get, you don't and I got a picture of a motherfucking pork chop. So you know what? I'm voting for Mr. Krabs. <laughs> yeah, with all due respects to Quailman and his sidekick. Uh, it's, yeah. 
uh, this is a clean sweep. Mr. Krabs is, is, is iconic. He could let, listen. Let's be real here. You can make a run here. <laughs> yeah. Mr. Krabs could definitely like do, do some damage here. So as we'll uh, mosey our way down to the next matchup here again. Eugene Krabs, why did you build a second Krusty Krab right next to the original? Many. <laughs> Iconic. All right. There you go. I, I, I'm sorry. Before we moved on to the next one. I had to cut you off to just reference that. I'm sorry. That's it was fine. Important. That's fine. It, it, I I uh, I decided. Uh, yeah. So moving on, the five and tw- and twelve matchup in this region. Again, no contest to me. Uh, Zuko from Avatar: the Last Airbender versus Big Pete from the Adventures of Pete and Pete. Don't yeah, give a fuck about who Big Pete is. Zuko brackets, is Zuko's the best. This bracket's a lot easier so far. <laughs> Yeah, Loki is... gonna win the whole thing. The same spoilers. Um, oh, uh, all right, let's move on. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> let's move on. <laughs> yeah, this one, this one also. Pretty, yeah, these these uh, these first four matches are pretty easy here. Patrick Star from SpongeBob going up against Crumb from Ah Real Monsters. Now, if I remember uh, correctly, and moving uh, on again, I, right? I, I, be- I believe Crumb is the guy that holds his eyes with his hands. Yeah. Well, let me yes. real quick. Yeah, again, that's a cool design character, but also like Patrick's like one of like Patrick might be the I'm best. Sorry, it's Patrick. He's, Patrick he's, might be a better Robin than Robin. He's like, making uh, me kind of nauseous looking at him in like this photo that we yeah, have he's in the bracket. Gross. Yeah, I mean that shows that show that's was actually gross. That specifically, was all the hair at the bottom of him is making me like. It's like, is that a beard? Because the beard would also sort of round about the top, but then it's also attached to his legs, which also has hair on it. Don't try to make sense of it all. That's the thing. It's like, if I can't make sense of it all as a cartoon character, and I'm not even memeing here, if I can't make sense of it all in the design, the design is kind of bad. And I'm not saying it's not creative, but it's just, it's unpleasant to look at. And I know that that's that's kind of the point. point. And it it doesn't even matter. Why are we even talking about that? It's Patrick motherfucking Star. Move on. Like, continue, please. Yeah. So who's Again, who's in Nick All-Stars? Yeah, that's true. Oh, <laughs> leaks, bro. Come on, that's not uh, leaks. He was in the trailer. I keep thinking about Zuko for some reason. <laughs> leaks. Oh, the, oh yeah. You did. You got to shake your own hand on that one. Yeah. Moving on. <laughs> uh, next matchup: the six and eleven seed Ed, which I believe was also a Kel Mitchell vehicle from all that, going up against Zim from Invader Zim. I'm voting for Zim. I'm also voting for Zim. I yeah, like same. as much as I enjoy sketch comedy as a sign. <laughs> <laughs> You're not gonna get away with it. <laughs> what? Invader what? Zim. <laughs> Invader Zim is such a fun show, man. Like, it's like uh, it. It feels like not enough people like really appreciated the show for how good it was. Like, it was a lot of fun. He's literally going to be the Ness of Nick All Stars. He's the character uh, that's, that's actually going like... to be Lincoln Loud because he has a yo-yo. So, well, I'm talking about in terms of legacy. Like Zim is from the show that got canceled years ago. That like so many people still love and has a cult following for some reason, and is the reason that he's still in this game. This is true. This and is he's going to be annoying as hell, and people are going to be like, "Oh my god, yeah, fuck man. Zim, bro!" Like throwing their controller around. From a fucking, from an irrelevant old show, and then when everybody in the venue at him gets mad, and then he throws another chair, and he gets banned for two weeks, and that's right. Zim is going to be the ness of the game. That's what I'm saying. But I vote for Zim. He's iconic. 
Yeah, same. Invader Zim's a great show. Definitely yeah. I, uh, defined a hot topic era of, of like the late 2000s. Oh, sure. yeah. Hot so. topic. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, with all due respects to, I think, yeah, again, love sketch comedy, love all that. Not in this bracket today, honey. We're moving on. The three and 14 seed. Again, I don't even, Eddie Gelfin, I believe, is a character from Salute Your Shorts, which is like one of the original Nickelodeon shows. Uh, and with all due respect to history, Angelica Pickles is like the clear winner here. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Angelica's great. Like, she's mean. She's a monster. She's, a, yeah, she's a, a terrible cousin, but like, she's a great character. It's, it's very entertaining. An adult man lost control of his life. <laughs> that meme Why? is like, it's so good, man. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going with Angelica. Yeah. Yeah, that was an easy one. This as is we an easy bracket. So now far. this one might actually be actually one. I'm kidding. This one's not hard either. Uh, this one's weird. <laughs> face from Nick Jr. going up against Charlotte Pickles. Odd choice. Yeah. Here's, that... here's the thing. You can only pick four characters Where's from each two? franchise. So that means that you picked. You know, because obviously Tommy Pickles is in this bracket somewhere. So you pick Tommy, Chucky, Angelica, and Charlotte. Or Stu. Where yeah, where's where's Grandpa Lou? Like where yeah. are any of the, like this is just so disrespectful. And Face is also like iconic. Like he yeah. should be like put some respect on Face. So I'm gonna I'm gonna vote for Face. I'm voting for Face out of respect for Stu Pickles. Yeah, same. I mean, like I mean, he's probably not in the bracket because he I don't know if he still ever regained control of his life. But <laughs> I you know whatever. <laughs> Charlotte Pickles. That's such a weird choice. She's like yeah. not even like uh, whatever. I don't even want to dwell on it. We're 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 pretty far into this now. Face, of course, I'm going with face. Face for a lot of people who might not realize it. Face was like he wasn't even from a show. He was like from like these little like commercials, these promo commercials and in between commercials as like this like talking mascot of Nick Jr. He was literally just a face with like one color on the screen. Not like a like, like a realistic face, like a cartoon face that talked to you on the screen in between shows, like that to announce whatever show was coming next. And he yeah. really got an identity because of that. And Charlotte Pickles is literally just Angelica's mom. Yeah, Angelica's neglectful mom. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's all you have to gather from that. As we once again uh, move on, uh, congratulations to Face. As now we get to the bottom of the bracket here, the two and fifteen matchup, Rocco from Rocco's Modern Life going up against Daggett Beaver. From unfortunate, uh, the Angry unfortunate Beavers. match. It's very here. unfortunate. I love I the am Angry voting Beavers. Rocco you 100% of the time. My fire, <laughs> the one is that your Australian accent? You gotta work on days. I was trying to do Rocco, I'm not good at it, but like I was, I was trying. Garbage definitely was not, definitely was not my Australian accent. <laughs> garbage day is a very dangerous day. That's not Australian, bro. Snoppin's a good job, mate. <laughs> Mine. Uh, that's all I got. But <laughs> yeah, listen, uh, this is a, again a rough one. The angry, the angry beavers is such an underrated show. Like it it's is. so funny. It's got a banging theme song. Uh, I think Norbert and Daggett as characters are very funny. But Rocco's Modern Life is just like such like a great show. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I just I, I I love Rocco's Modern Life so much. So I'm I'm definitely voting for Rocco here. Yeah, it's these both these shows are kind of before my time. Rocco's is it, 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 it's just vote for Rocco. You can watch right Rocco's today and enjoy it. So, I, yeah. I I agree. Yeah, I, I'll go with that as well. I suppose I really meh. 
Yeah, there's great like adult humor in it. Like as an adult, I feel like I'd appreciate like a lot more. Like, like <laughs> the the joke of like one of the restaurants in the show is called like Chokey Chicken, and like they had to like yeah. change that to something else to like to Chewy Chicken because people were like, "Hey, that's maybe, a euphemism." They, maybe yeah, this will help you out here. The guy who made Rocco's Modern Life also made Camp Laszlo. Yeah. yeah, the the original ending of that show is wild. Yeah, yeah it's we crazy. Don't to, we, don't, we don't have to get into it now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, 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 no. We're not going to get into that. And Rocco, Rocco's Modern Life also had a rebooted movie that's all about trans rights. So you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna go on. I'm gonna vote Rocco for that. Iconic. As we go back to the top here, folks. Uh, as as these Nigel Thornberry versus Mr. Krabs. This is a, a clean sweep for Mr. Krabs yeah. for me. Yeah. As much as I, as much as I love, like, as much as I love my horribly stereotypical meow man, I, Mr. Krabs is like money. It's, the the <laughs> man is mint. He's I'm money. Not about this, I'm talking about this. <laughs> He's an educated gentleman. Resin, 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 Mr. Krabs. <laughs> Why? Yeah. Uh, so Where else? Like Nigel Thornberry didn't teach me the thirteen words a sailor should never use. Yeah. Lad. How about I supposed to control myself when you're off with someone else's money? <laughs> Lad, I can't help it when you're loose with uh, someone else's money. <laughs> oh, so good. So, Mr. Mrs. Krabs, Puff we- needs a sun hat. <laughs> Are we going to the park soon? <laughs> All right. So, congratulations, Mr. Krabs. Going to move on to this to the uh, Sweet Sixteen. Uh, next matchup. Uh, that's going to be uh, Prince Zuko versus Patrick Starr. Oh fuck! Hard oh, matchup, really not, hard, hard matchup. Not hard for me, it isn't. I'm also, <laughs> not, it's, I'm also I'm voting for Prince Zuko. Oh well, then I guess there's no point in having the discussion. It's like I get it. He's just you like you bring up your points. Yeah, you, like you can make. I don't think I. Still. I wasn't thinking about it too much. I mean, Patrick has made ah, shit. He's fantastic character. He's, He's seated be... above Zuko, actually. He, yeah. Uh, is he? He is. Yeah, he's, he's fourth, and Zuko's fourth. fifth. Uh, easily could have won any other bracket. <laughs> like, but yeah. I, you know what? I'm actually gonna. It doesn't matter since you know Patrick lost already. But I'm gonna vote for Patrick for the sole reason that Zuko at least that. does not have the benefit of comedic relief, and Patrick has that. But there have also been like some semi-serious episodes about Patrick where he does feel bad about his own stupidity, and like, nah, imp- there were some definitely comedic moments about Zuko, but. <laughs> that's rough. That, that's rough, buddy. Whatever. It doesn't matter. All I'm saying is that Patrick is confirmed and Zuko isn't yet. That's all I'm saying. That's fair. <laughs> Nonetheless, though. <laughs> but Zuko moves yeah. on, I guess. Congratulations to Prince Zuko. Uh, again, buzzsaw matchup for Patrick Star. Uh, next up, Angelica Pickles versus Zim. Mm. Uh, hard. I'm going to vote for Zim. Uh, it's hard. I hated Angelica so much as a kid, and I know you're supposed to, but She's still. hilarious, but I think Zim's, you know, funnier, so. <laughs> Honestly, like, like the, the appeal of Rugrats is kind of weird. It's like, almost like, it's like you're on acid. <laughs> yeah, that's a good way to put it. <laughs> Especially with the animation of the new show. I haven't seen the new show at all, so I can't comment that. It's weird. Angelica was definitely part of that kind of like trip. Yeah. Right, but I don't know. I just I think Zim is funny. I also think that Zim is funnier. Like as again, you're supposed to hate Angelica, but also like Invader Zim just like hit me at like such a right time in my life, and like this show is just 
so funny. Like, I'll have a big old cup of poop, please. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, Sim stuff is still in Hot Topic today. He's like, he's got that cult following to him, and Angelica doesn't. Angelica's iconic in her own right, but yeah. Not necessarily in the same way. I feel like when people think of Rugrats, she's not the first person. She's not the first character that people think of, at the very least. And, God, she was such a bitch. Yeah. And honestly, like, I mean, you talk about Chucky being a snitch, but he was the, he was snitching on a snitch. So, you know what I mean? It's like there's a certain meta to that that I feel like Angelica was at the bottom of. Or Zim just has such a cult following nowadays, and he's got his own iconic quotes. Like, I, I didn't watch too much of that show. But Kyle just straight up said, I'll have a big old cup of poop, please. And I just laughed for like a minute. <laughs> so Zim gets it. Yeah, th- yeah, this is, that was not that hard. Uh, next matchup, Face versus Rocco. I am, I I love Rocco's minor life so much. Like I'm going to for Rocco. Yeah, Face is, uh, Face, face, is, face is one awesome, over. Sh- but like, it's just, it's kind of like a, not. A Did Face ever work in a sex hotline? I don't think so. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Up next, kids, the hot, sexy singles in your area. Ooh, baby, ooh, baby, ooh, baby. Look, man. <laughs> face. <laughs> face moved on because he was against somebody who literally should not even been in this bracket. Like, no disrespect to Charlotte yeah. Pickles, but like. I'm disrespecting her, bro. That's fucked up. She's an independent woman. Bro, no, she's not. All she does is talk to Jonathan. And she's like constantly on the phone, like on her business meetings. Yeah, she's a terrible mom. I mean, yeah, facts. I mean, she's at least teaching Angelica to be independent, but that's because she's forcing her to by never fucking (laughs) being there. So it doesn't, it doesn't really matter. Yeah, this one. uh, Well, I mean, that one we weren't we weren't talking about her anyway. All I'm saying is that that's the only reason Face moved on. Yeah, he's literally not even from a show. Face had a buy, so pretty much. Yeah. All right. So Fake next matchup, as, as we move back up top, uh, it's going to be Mr. Krabs against Prince Zuko. This yeah, sucks. This I'll, is hard. No, uh, it's not for me. I, I'll i give I'm, Zuko this one. I'm still going to Zuko. Yes. Yeah. I, I, it's as much as I enjoy Mr. Krabs as a character, like we've, like we've said it, Zuko as a character is like. I, I honestly might like Mr. Krabs more than Patrick. That's. Yeah. I can see but... that. I can see that. And. For this matchup, I'll just briefly say, like, Zuko was an antagonist, quote-unquote, because of he was a victim of his circumstance and abuse from his, like, you know, from his father and from his bloodline and from his parents and shit. Mr. Krabs is just a greedy piece of shit. <laughs> like, there are episodes where you legitimately hate Mr. Krabs because he just wants money and builds a second crusty crab and pays his, like, employees in literal fucking pennies. Mr. Krabs is the reason that our generation has become radicalized, and for that, I vote for Zuko. <laughs> all right, that's, radicalized. you know, I, I dig it. That's smart. Uh, all right, next matchup is going to be uh, Zim versus Rocco. Ooh. Oh, this one's kind of hard, actually. Yeah, yeah. this one is mm. hard. Again, two very different shows. Zim's and Nick All-Stars, just saying. Very, yeah. Well, it's for now. (laughs) For now. It's so hard, man. It's like, I think think I'm still voting for Rocco. I think I just, I I don't know. Like, for some reason, both these shows make me laugh. But, like, Rocco's Modern Life was just, like, always on in my house, like, growing up. Like, even, like, Invader Zim was, like, I watched it. But, like, I always wanted to watch Rocco's Modern Life. I don't know. I think I'm, I'm going to stick with that gun. I'm going to go with Rocco. I think I might be voting Rocco, too. His life wasn't even modern anymore, and then they made it modern again with a reboot. 
It's that is it's very true. Both of them had a movie. Yeah. A comeback yeah. movie. Yeah, definitely please go watch both of those movies. They're they're absolutely fantastic. Like they're still very funny and very snappy. Like there's definitely a, a market for these shows nowadays as uh, that uh, so that, that brings us all the way to our Elite Eight matchup. The winner of this moves on to the Final Four. The two-seed, Rocco, going up against the five-seed, Prince Zuko. I'm still voting for Prince Zuko. <laughs> I'm going to give you a big, fat same. Yeah, again, like Zuko had a pretty soft bracket. Uh, but even if he didn't, I still think he'd like come out on top here. Like... If if you're if your hardest match, he'd be two SpongeBob characters. Like, yeah, kinda, back to kinda, back. Yeah, that was kind of gnarly. Like Zuko, like it speaks for just how good of a character Zuko is. So that's a yeah, that's a clean sweep for the Bluffington region as the five seed advances all the way to the final four. So congratulations to Brent Zuko. As now, can we quickly talk about this all so far? Yeah, this is pretty bad. Yeah, can we quickly talk about the fact that it took the first bracket, the bikini bottom bracket, took us an hour and 11 minutes, and this one took 13. (laughs) Yeah, there's definitely some lopsided. I feel like the rest of these are probably going to go pretty fast. Yeah. Like, I was worried for a second. I'm like, I'll sit here the whole time. I'll do it. Like, I'll, I'll vibe with my boys. Like, we'll make great content together. But I was like, shit, the first bracket took, like, over an hour. Like, this is going to be a long one. And then it kind of just... Wasn't? Yeah, we'll see yeah how it goes. For, for the most part, this is gonna. I feel like the rest of it is gonna like fly by pretty quickly. Like some of these matchups are pretty lopsided. Yeah. As we migrate south, folks, to the Reptar Land region. Again, we have sixteen more competitors starting at the top of our list here. Number one seed, baby's got to do what a baby's got to do. Tommy Pickles going up against Zebo the Clown from, I believe, an episode of Are You Afraid of the Dark? No, this motherfucker, was, uh... this motherfucker's creepy. I'm voting for Tommy. <laughs> yeah. Dude. Zebo <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Clown is like an episode of Rugrats. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Wow. So Tommy Pickles mops the floor with this guy. I'm sorry. Yeah. Tommy's a great character. Tommy's baby's great. gotta do what a baby's gotta do. Tommy's great, and that show was like, bro, that show was freaky. People don't talk about freaky that show was. Yeah, that yeah, that show that show got weird real fast. So that's that's a that's a quick one. So congrats to Tommy Pickles. The not getting upset. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, <laughs> good job. A right, did a not did not get grabbed three times. Yeah. Deserving of a number one seed, like. Of one million percent, I think so. He's one we'll of the see, most iconic. We'll see. We'll see how I it think goes. so. Uh, eight nine matchup. This one's I, I, this one might be kind of hard. Helga Pataki from Hey Arnold going against Moira Cork from the she's a referee from uh, uh, Nickelodeon Guts. Uh, I'm I, I I like Helga though. I think Helga's a, a great character. Helga, I appreciate Helga. All right, now hear me out. Hear me out here, guys. I appreciate Helga. Because she is literal proof that despite it not being nearly as common, women can in fact be simps. This is true. It's she it, had a it, whole it ass happens. In her house, Trust man. me. Yeah, like, yeah, that was like oh god, like put her in the zoo, bro. That's a goddamn simpanzee. <laughs> oh brother, oh, that's more. a good one. Yeah, my yeah, vote's easy. Uh, hey Arnold, definitely like very, very. Like it goes there, show. 
Yeah. But da 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 da. Beta. <laughs> like, is this the first appearance of a Hey Arnold character in a bracket so far? Yeah. Wow, yeah. it is. I didn't even realize yeah. that. Listen, hey, Ar- listen, hey Arnold's a fantastic show. Like you said, it's, it's definitely not a show that's afraid to go there. Like, it deals with, Ooh. like, you know, like homelessness and, like, substance abuse and giving your daughter away in war. Like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah. yeah this yeah. show got fucking dark. Arnold's uh, the number one seed in the Hillwood bracket. He, yeah, he's, yeah and, he, he, and he might win that. And yeah. I agree. We'll get there when we get there. But uh, number five, yeah, Helga's moving on for me. I don't know if, yeah. Same, same, same. Yeah. Uh, this, <laughs> I don't know who either. Okay, I know who one of these characters is. I don't know who the other one is. The five and 12 matchup Alex Mack from the show Alex Mack going up against Loopy. Uh, who is. <laughs> He's a little cartoon little. <laughs> oh, that's, oh, is, oh, that's the girl from Kablam. Okay. I remember Loopy. Um, um, I never seen Alex Mack. I watched Kablam, so I'll go with yeah. Loopy. Dude, Kab- Loopy, that show's kind of weird too. Yeah, that shit, was, that shit was. Got- we're Loopy, we're Loopy. <laughs> now it's all coming back to me. Yeah, that was that's a that's a good choice. Alex Mack was like one of those like weird live action shows. Oh. I- <laughs> You just you good? No, I thought we were zooming through this one, and I was just looking at the next matchup, and we'll get to that when we get to oh, it. Oh no! Yeah, right. yeah. You this see, you you sticks. reacted to it the same way I did, right? Yeah, the four and thirteen matchup, Buzzsaw oh, in the first wow. round. Uh, Stimpy Cat from Ren and Stimpy going up against Gur from Invader Zim. This that's, one's that's hard. Actually, we picked Loopy, right? Yeah, yeah, we picked Loopy. Okay, just honestly, we're, we're Loopy. It's not hard for me. No? <laughs> it's, for me, it's Gur. As you know, it's <laughs> I the mm, as much as I like Ren and Stimpy, like Stimpy's very funny, but I also feel like that Ren's like I I remember much more of what Ren does in that show than what Stimpy does. But like Gur is like mega iconic. Like <laughs> the, like the Doom song, the pig. Yeah. Like <laughs> Yeah, let, you know what? Let's. I'm I'm picking Gur for the sole reason that uh, Ren and Stimpy was uh, not only made by a pedophile, literally, yeah, lit- literally a pedophile, but also became the main character of a porn show on FX later on as the oh, reboot of God, Ren and yeah, Stimpy I came for, around. I forgot uh, about that. What? So I'm yeah. Letting, Ren and is there, there's a reboot of Ren and Stimpy that like ran on like FX for like it was called like the Ren and Stimpy like adult hour or something they showed like boobs in the show and yeah, stuff. literally like, like titties everywhere in that show wasn't that in the original too yeah probably i don't remember <laughs> not uh, in the same fashion okay <laughs> as we move on here uh i'm voting for Gur. yeah uh same same boat definitely Gur. stimpy i'm sorry you got done dirty not in this bracket i'm talking about just in life Gur is literally the dogs that's like chewing on uh on stimpy's butt <laughs> You're not wrong. Uh, oh, still got some right. more products up here, fellas. Yeah, <laughs> it's like the only line I remember. Yeah, the the next matchup, the six and eleven seed Olmec from Legends of the Hidden Temple, uh, the uh, uh, criminally low eleven seed for Katara. Okay, so here's here's my suggestion, right? Okay, just because just because I feel like my man was was robbed. My man was robbed. All right, so. Earlier, you would say you said that we could have some substitutions. Yeah, I am, I am uh, putting up a vote 
So okay. to replace Gataro with Sokka, can we please just do that? Like, yeah, I can fuck with that. <laughs> yo, Gataro over Sokka? I can't. I can't live in that world. Yeah, or I, even I, or even Toph. I'll go. I'll, I'll, you know, no, it's because yeah, because the other Avatar rep in the bracket is Korra. Obviously, no, there's um, uh, Iroh. Oh, then I guess there's they're Zindu, both they're both so, in it. So it's Iroh, Korra, Zuko, and I'm Aang, so sorry. Yeah, yeah, whatever. So, I don't care. All right. Yeah, we can, we can replace. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm down to replace Katara with. Yeah, uh, it, you want to replace like the a female character with a female character? I, I, I'm down to go with Toph. You know, I think there's still like plenty of like. Mm, yeah, I think wouldn't Katara of... beat Olmec anyway? Yeah, but yeah, personally. Omega's pretty iconic, but um voiced by D. Bradley Baker. Yeah. But um I also yeah. agree though. I don't know. I I, I lose I'm just upset. Yeah, I I'm I'm down to that. Let's 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 say for for context sake, it is Sokka in the place of his sister. And uh yeah, he still beats Olmec though. So mm, <laughs> I think it takes away a little people. bit of the integrity of the bracket, but I seem to be outnumbered yeah, here. The the seating being yeah. messed up. Yeah, this is going to get weird. But, you know, this guy showing up late to, with his carpool gets seated last. It happens. So, good stuff on Sokka slash Katara slash Sokka. Uh, Water tribe style. Well, yeah, this is very true. Uh, <laughs> Keenan Rockmore with the three seed in this region. Interesting. Uh, going up against the Temple Guards from Legends of the Hidden Temple. Uh, this is an easy win for Keenan for me, personally. Yeah. Like, yeah, same. The Temple Guards are like MacGuffins that like scare kids for a living. Like, that's it. Like pretty cool, yeah. Like Keenan, like works at like, like you know he's the guy at Rigby's. Like that's cool. Yo, scaring kids though, it's pretty hype. Let's move on. <laughs> Could have moved right past that one. <laughs> uh, this, scared, okay, I don't if scaring kids okay? is so hype, why is Zebo uh, the clown out of the bracket already? Yo, time people scared me too. I'm not stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, where he keep where he keep that wrench though? A screwdriver, yeah. whatever. I yeah, fuck. I yeah. I messed it up. I'm a big fan. His screwdriver. Seven ten matchup. Criminally low seed for Timmy Turner here is Timmy Turner yeah. versus Amanda Bynes. Which is Amanda unfortunate because the Amanda show was kind of good. You know, I the like Amanda, Amanda again. Yeah, the Amanda show I think was like at my preferred sketch comedy show on Nickelodeon. This like, is hard. Amanda, 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 Amanda show. This is hard because like yeah, Amanda like Timmy Turner didn't become you know he didn't you know start doing crack. But he also became, <laughs> but he also became Drake Bell. Ooh, ugh, oh, yeah. which is low okay, key worse. Okay, okay, this is the cider right here. In the Amanda show, Drake is constantly being killed. Yeah, yeah, uh, that, that, that's literally there's an episode where like there's a button and it says "kill Drake." He's like, "What happens <laughs> if I press this?" <laughs> you guys remember that? That yes, I do. I do remember oh. that though. And also, like the Amanda show had like, it, 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 again, like Timmy's giant funny. dancing lobsters. Yeah, bring in the dancing lobsters. Like <laughs> it had that, and like uh, uh, Moody's point. Like Moody's point was very funny. Uh, yeah, yeah, Moody's point. But then, 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 Timmy Turner is also voiced by Tara Strong, who's Ooh, like yeah. one of the mm. sexiest fucking women. Could you say you could also like run exist. into that same scenario with Timmy Turner as you do with Jimmy Neutron, where like a lot like Timmy gets kind of outclassed by the other characters in his own show. Yeah. Yeah. True. I mean, as far his as dad, power goes, Mr. yeah. Mm. Cosmo and Wanda. So. Yeah. 
Timmy! Uh, for, for I'm for both respecting I'm... your privacy by knocking and asserting my authority as your father by coming in anyway! Phone it's funny how, how good, like, the Nickelodeon parents are. Yeah, right? Except Charlotte. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. I totally, yeah. Uh, okay. But this is, we're talking just Amanda Bynes here. We're not talking about the whole show. Well, oh, it's, it's Amanda Bynes from the Amanda Show. The Amanda Show, show yeah. So you have to take everything with that. Uh, I'm going to take Amanda Bynes. What was what was her name when she was a judge? Judge Judy. Judge Judy. She was Judge Judy still. Uh, was it or Judge Trudy? I think that's judge, what it was. There was some parody yeah, of that. I, I have to. I have to. Block blister. Yeah, that was <laughs> Judge Trudy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This one's hard. <laughs> Stand up. <laughs> Sit down. The girls' room. <laughs> I like eggs. <laughs> okay, you know, you guys are getting, making me laugh just with these references, but we do the same thing to Fairly Odd Parents all the time. Yeah, we, it's true. But I, I just. <laughs> what if you didn't jump? I think Timmy. What if you didn't jump? Like... <laughs> See, I mean, we Timmy's keep. Timmy's definitely good. Timmy's definitely good. Fuck. But... <sighs> he does become Drake Bell. They're the... <laughs> but the, uh, the Amanda show the Amanda had Drake show. Bell. He dies on that show constantly. <laughs> oh, can we, can we get an F? Dude, there's a Spyro song as the ending theme song for the Amanda show. Amanda, 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 Ruin, Amanda written, written by Stuart Copeland. Mm. How hype is that? I think I'm gonna stick with Amanda Bynes here. I'm gonna. I I want to say that I mean I I don't want any of us to abstain from any of the votes, but I'm gonna say that I quote unquote abstain, but it because solely for the fact that it doesn't matter because Hungry seems to be leaning towards the Amanda show. <laughs> nah, I think I'm voting for the. I'm voting for Amanda Bynes here. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> this one is an insanely hard choice for me, man. Riz, I'm, if you're out there. All I'm saying is the Sparrow song. <laughs> yeah, this is true. This is very true. Okay, so I, got, I guess we're done. I'm going to formally vote for Timmy Turner, but it's a uh, slight It's a slight dub above Amanda Bynes. Very, very slight. Like, I... Uh, internet? <laughs> this is if, like, I had to pick one, which I do here. This is the whole point of this. I'm going to vote for, uh... I'm going to vote for Timmy Turner, just, like, as a little consolation vote. All right, as we get to our 2-15 and 15 matchup, again... Very strange seating here. The two seed Gerald Johansson from Hey Arnold going up against Carly Shay from iCarly. Do you guys have you guys like seen iCarly? Like, do you guys? Have you guys All like, right, I'm yeah, like her and Freddie are like sitting on a bed, and like this girl that no one's seen before asked to have a threesome with them. It's like it's trying really hard to be like adulty. Uh, I've seen like okay, what? Like, uh, all right, let, let's let's yeah. Let's no, talk look about look this. at look it up. This is an actual me, scene from me, the new iCarly. Let me talk as someone who's been actively watching the iCarly reboot. Uh, I can explain. So, <laughs> iCarly again is a show that ran for what? <laughs> yeah, iCarly is a show that ran from 2004 to like 2012. They rebooted it this past summer with like a much more adult spin on it. And there is a subplot in this episode where uh, <laughs> where Carly and Freddie go on vacation together. They accidentally end up buying like a lo- a, a lover's like uh, a lover's room for two. And there's a 
there's a girl that like shows up that's supposed to be one of Carly's friends. And she's like, oh, I got well, you've been acting all weird because she's been like loving up on Freddie all weekend. She's like, you guys want to have a threesome with me? And they're like, what? Like there's adult jokes in the show. They drink, they curse. Like it's it's very like much like, you know, a sitcom you'd see on like cable television. Yo, I'll be honest. I know this is like heresy or whatever. I never got into iCarly. I, I don't think like, it's like heresy. I don't think, really think, I don't think really think it was your demographic. Yeah, like, no, this is the it, this is the show where like Dan Schneider's I, pedophilia like started to really kick in. Uh, it's well, like just, all like the feet jokes came I just in, putting, like, like over the faces it. on there. You know, Dan Holder tighter. She's a fighter, Schneider. Like it's it's disgusting when you watch the show in that sense. It's like when you know what like the guy actually did, and you watch iCarly back, you're like, okay, I can see it. And when you think about how much he harassed like Janet McCurdy specifically, yeah, on that show, it's just it's nasty, man. So that being said, though, Carly Shay as a character is great. <laughs> I I enjoy Miranda Cosgrove as like a person. Uh, Gerald, though, mm, like Gerald's hype. I will Gerald not is hype. Hear any Gerald's uh, slander in this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Uh, this one's pretty. This I apologize I, for that Dan Schneider joke, by the way. I wasn't trying to be edgy. I was trying to talk about why I'm not voting for Carly. That's fine. That's we're, we'll move I mean, past that, it. That, that, that's uh, I feel like unrelated to like Carly Shay's character, especially now. Well, so was show. Drake Bell to Timmy Turner. No, because he's actual Drake Bell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess you're not talking about. Dan Schneider. We're talking about Carly Shay. Uh, but the humor, it, the humor in that show is still directly correlated but to his decision making, like, though. But there's also like a new Carly Shay, I guess you would say. Yeah, that, that is. Yeah, yeah, and it's low key even more sexual than it was before. She's an yeah, adult. but it's like in a, it's like in a, in a tasteful adult way. They're in your she is an adult twenties in that show. So, I, 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 it's hard. I get it. This is uh, definitely a, a hard matchup, though. I don't know. I really like the icon. My man Freddie was literally just like, oh, well, let's hear her out. Let's come back to side. I'm voting for jail. I never got into Car to iCarly. And I was not interested in the reboot. I'm not going to watch it. It's not my thing. Uh, I like the reboot. I'll vote for, uh, I'll vote for Carly. I'm voting for Gerald. If, no, if Gerald loses this early, I'm going to freak. I'm going to be real with you. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm going to freak out. The thing <laughs> is, it's not really completely objective. It's just because, I, I, or hey, Arnold is actually very before my time. I don't remember that show too well. That's all right. I'll is play it? Kyle. <laughs> that being said, I'm still, I still think the humor in the original iCarly, at least, is very heavily influenced by Dan Schneider's pedophilia. Like, and we didn't even realize it until that Twitter thread came around. And frankly, I low key can't look at that show the same way that I did as a child. Not completely, not the same way. Like it's when like the, it, like the tide sort of started to shift and everything started to get worse. But as much as I loved iCarly, as much as I loved that show when I was a kid, I definitely can acknowledge that Gerald was a much more impactful one for a lot of reasons. So to avoid, you know, so we can continue the bracket by avoiding Hungry having a heart attack <laughs> right now. And also to put pedophiles to, you know, death rest where they belong. I'm going to vote for Gerald. Let's go. Dad, I can sleep at night. I'll be fine. 
Kyle, we... you're still on watch. Whatever, man. <laughs> Moving on. Yeah, Kyle just basically said he supports some very sus people. Just saying. Uh, I like the reboot. Thank you. Anyway, <laughs> dude, Freddie was just Freddie was straight up just like, oh well, let's hear her out. Yeah, let's hear her out first. They're consenting adults. <laughs> it's funny. Yeah, I, that, I didn't mean that in a bad way. <sighs> Next matchup: uh, Tommy Pickles versus Helga Pataki. This is hard. This is actually hard for me. This is very hard. I, it's, mm, Tommy is literally just a baby. Like, <laughs> you're a baby. What do you even do? <laughs> oh man, what do you even do? Just it's like think about actually Tommy facts, always... facts. Think about Tommy in any real world scenarios. The show is Rugrats. It's from like the point of like a little kid's perspective. He's one. Independence means he dies. <laughs> Tommy you tried know to what kill I mean? his own brother no, in the woods. Like, that's, that's facts. Some... He tried to fucking kill Dill before oh he even turned. God. Oh fuck, Tommy, dude. Let's go, Helga. Helga was a simp and she was a psychopath and a sociopath. Yo, Helga she... had a hard life, man. People that's don't true. Not, yeah, man. yeah. Like, there's a reason for why she is. I mean, Tommy's only one, so there's not much life for him to experience. So there's not really too I mean, many reasons why up. he's the way he is. Let's yeah. put it this way: the time skip Helga way more hype than time skip Ty Pickles. This is true. Helga's, Helga's also in Nick All Stars. Tommy isn't. Go watch the movie. Yeah, the movie's great. Uh, okay, so I'm yeah I'm I'm, I'm voting for Helga. Yeah, I'm voting for Helga. Yeah, me too. Next matchup: Loopy against Gur. Free. Uh, Gur. Yeah. All day loopy, for Gur. I'm Loopy. We're Loopy. We're Loopy. We're Loopy. Oh, what a time to be alive. Yeah, Gurr wins this free. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, uh, Sokka versus Keenan Rockmore. Sokka slash Katara. Slash Katara. <laughs> water water tribe siblings. Water tribe. Water yeah. tribe style. Yeah. Versus, that's versus who? The uh, Keenan Rockmore. Oh, yeah. yeah. Katara and Sokka. Water tribe. Water tribe. <laughs> uh, I gotta pay. Did we vote for Amanda Vines? Yeah. <laughs> we did. We did decide on Amanda. Amanda Vines versus Gerald. Uh, I, uh, I fuck with Gerald here. I'm, I'm going with Gerald. Amanda Vines great in the Amanda show. Uh, but Gerald is my man's. So He does the thing with his thumb, but that's cool. Yeah. His hair makes no sense. <laughs> Not well, even the slightest bit. His head makes no sense, really. But... What he got yeah. in there. <laughs> All right. So good. <laughs> All right, Gerald moves on there. Uh, moving on, Helga versus Gurr. Uh, I'm actually gonna vote for Helga here. This might be heresy. Yeah, dude. Uh, Gurr's funny, but like, he's not. Helga's got heart. Hel- yeah, Helga's got heart, man. She's got a hard life. Yeah, her mom's an alcoholic. Her dad sells beepers. <laughs> like, he's kind of a jerk. Kind of a jerk. Means Perfect well. older sister, like that sucks. Yeah, oh, yeah. Being, I, 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 being in the shadow of your older sibling, yeah. I, I think I know who Shout I'm voting for. David, how do you, how do you feel here? Um, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Okay. Yeah, get. I, I'll yep. also, I'm, I was also voting for Helga. So let's. <laughs> So Helga beats Gurr, moves on to the uh, that's the Elite Eight. So next matchup is Katara slash Shaka going up against Gerald. This is this is where my man falls because my other can we get an F in the chat? Because this is where my other man's comes in. Sokka. dude, does he sock it to him? That is a Sokka joke. Oh god, that hit so good. Yeah, I'm voting for Sokka here. Like Gerald's great, but Sokka is like he's he's the best. Bye. So so hey are making a deep run in this bracket on this side of the bracket. Those to advance to the final four, the eight seed, Helga, going up against the uh eleven seed Sokka. <laughs> Ooh, a double homicide? Uh, what do we got? We got Helga Saka. Double homicide for the Water Tribe. All right, listen, listen. Boomerang they, comes back. Ugh, they've all had insanely hard lives, but my man Saka, his girl became the moon. That's rough, buddy. Also, his mom died. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And he's not uh, a simp. He didn't become no. a simp. He's if anything, it made him more. He's like, he, he's confident in himself, takes the responsibilities of an older brother. Helga's insanely strong too, but like her fucking like um mental problems and like her like chimpanzee issues stems from like you know her uh, stems from her rough upbringing. Sokka takes his rough upbringing, amplifies it by ten, especially considering the fact that he's the only one in the group who's not a fucking bender, and he never lets that shit stop him. Nope. Nope. It's it's free. It's free. Sokka. Yeah, I wholeheartedly agree. So. That is going to be two Avatar characters in the final four. Wild, Yo, wild. almost three. <laughs> almost, almost three. three. <laughs> Fuck, that's right. I was like really close. To, almost three, and he lost to SpongeBob. Like, yeah, <laughs> like like that's nothing to scoff at. It's definitely a three O's. Shout out to Hey Arnold, deep run. Yeah, great show. But yeah. it has the potential to make a run here, maybe. But we'll see. As we move I into the, I have successfully rigged this bracket. It's ridiculously <laughs> close. How like, this was almost <laughs> all freaking. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if I would have voted for Katara over... Uh, I, I wouldn't have. By yourself, I, I wouldn't have. Oh, I, I would have still voted for Katara easily. Katara's great, but she's also not great. <laughs> Alright, folks, as we move into the last... Alright, can, can Helga bend? She just punches people, bro. She knocks people out. <laughs> it's true. All right, like, I mean, twice her size. She's a... I, you know, and I gotta admit, Katara also did make fun of a blonde girl. True. She was Whoa. like, oh, this guy is so beautiful. I wish you could see it. I was like, fuck. When I first saw that, I'm like, that was fucked right up. Uh, every time I'm talking about flaws, Sokka is, is sexist. So Yeah, that's also very true. Also part of his upbringing. It's not his fault, really. Whatever. He, he also uh, didn't. He also did not have a mom to teach him to not hate women. Yeah. Well, let's just move on. <laughs> As we move on to the final region here, the Hillwood region, uh, and anchored by its number one seed, Arnold Shortman. Because if you haven't watched the movie, that's what Arnold's last name is. Yeah. And then, Going up against know, uh, Ginger Foutley from Asshole by Ginger. People thought it was just a nickname, but... Nah, it's his last name. Yeah. <laughs> the Jungle movie was great. I highly recommend everyone watch it. It was a lot of... It, I enjoyed that very much. Um... Yeah, this I don't know if you guys were. I don't know if you guys have seen Asshole by Ginger. It was a fine show, but I Arnold's great. You so. know what I just noticed? 
Dora's on the picture for the character bracket, and she's not in the bracket. Uh, yeah, she look is. closer. Where? Oh, she's in this region. I'm. I swear you to God, I didn't it see it. I, I'll. I'll. All right. I'll shake my own hand for that yeah, one. Yeah, there we go. Redeem that one. Uh, I, sworn yeah, I, I didn't see that shit. That's I weird. think this is a pretty clear like win for Arnold here for this me. It's kind of sweet. Asshole by Ginger. Honestly, it was just all right. <laughs> I just remember that like girl that dressed up like a seal and like sang a song about I it. I just hated everybody's lips. Look, man, I literally turned that show <laughs> off every time like SpongeBob switched to that. All right, so Arnold Shortman. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite animation in Hey Arnold is like whenever he opens the door and like all those animals run out of the house. Like for some reason, it always made me laugh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, as we move on, uh, the three and nine—excuse me, the eight and nine matchup here. Pierre Escargo, the Keenan Thompson vehicle from all that, going up against Blue from Blue's Clues. Oh, looking at these pictures is opening up some recesses in my brain. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, this is so familiar to me, but I don't remember it. As much as I like the PR Pierre Escargo bit, like blue is great. Like, look, I'm saying it's just a whole theme park near where I work, and that motherfucker is everywhere. So yeah, they literally have the chair from Blue's Clues that you can sit in. <laughs> that is kind of cool. Yeah, I, I love. I, I I mess with that. And also a giant oppo you can ride on. Shout out to Riz. <laughs> Yo, Appa, oh, so Appa should have run this list. Yeah. Facts. Appa would win the whole yeah. fucking bracket. Fuck all these other pieces of poop. All right. All right. So Blue moving on there. Uh, the 5 and 12 matchup. Blender. Blender. When he fights Momo, I am so sick of this little... <laughs> <laughs> I am so sick of you picking on me all the time. Or whatever it is he says. I don't remember. Riz was so funny. He was just like, okay, Google. Beep, beep. How do I cosplay Samurai Appa? Oh my god. <laughs> I would kill to see that. The five the five and twelve matchup. Bow Patty Mayonnaise. Should be reversed. Yeah, it's, I agree. Patty yeah. Mayonnaise, the five seed, going up against Uncle Iroh, the twelve shout seed. Shout outs yeah. to Paul McCartney, man. I'm so sorry. Uncle Iroh. <laughs> Uh, there was an episode <laughs> of Doug where, like, Patty Mayonnaise is anorexic. Yeah. Oh, my God. I forgot about that until just now. That was a recess of my brain that I definitely hid. Uh, yeah, there was a great song about Patty Mayonnaise and Doug, but that's about the extent of what I remember. I also remember she got a haircut in the Disney version of the show, so that was weird. Uh, Uncle Iroh's iconic. Like, let's let's just leave it at that. Uncle! You were right. He turned into a pickle. It was the funniest shit I've ever seen. Uh, stop. <laughs> you were right, Uncle. So it's clean soup for Uncle Iroh here? Yeah, I think we're I think we're all locks up there. Fuck you, hungry. That was funny. <laughs> the time and a place for everything. <laughs> that time what okay. Alright, whatever. I'm not even gonna fight with you on that. Let's just move on. <laughs> uh the four and thirteen matchup, Dora the Explorer, whose last name is Marquez, going up against Curse. Sheen Estevez. Forbidden knowledge. Okay. Bro. Yo, okay. How come they put up these bags next to each other, bro? Yeah, that's kind of fuck. Yo, that's systemic. <laughs> that's I'm fucking systemic by right there. Ranker, I'm gonna hit you up or whatever, <laughs> Ranker. <laughs> it's kinda yeah, fucked it's up. 
Yeah, this is kind of fucked up. Uh, I'm voting for Sheen, personally. I'm also voting for Sheen. But... Yeah, I'm, I'm, I was about to say, I'm glad we didn't even have to have this discussion. I was going to say, let's please not let Planet Sheen, like, affect his, like affect like him this early in the bracket at the very least because that man was low-key one of the carries of jimmy neutron he was perfect as the comedic relief for what he is yeah hugh is the one who should have gotten the spinoff and i kind of wish he was on this list it kind of be hard to have a hugh spinoff without jimmy <laughs> yeah make it like make it like a prequel yeah i don't know <laughs> maybe maybe but like the the voice actors are like the big part of why that's so good yeah yeah all so, right. Yeah, Don't Sheen easily. Sheen has <laughs> yeah. made me laugh more times than I can fucking count. Sorry, Dora. Don't give I a shit. I felt like ultra lord. Yeah, I have a lot but of fun. Now I'm ultra bored. I was like in the doctor's office. Yeah, that's <laughs> they true. were just playing it because you know. Wasn't it like Glenn the other day who said that like Dora is that like Danny. that was no, that Danny? Was yeah, was that you? Oh, that yeah, was Dora, you, Kyle. Yeah, that yeah. was you. Dora is an AI. She exists within a, a computer. She's not a real Dude, person. That oh was my me. god, bro. Every episode of Dora the Explorer is personalized. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> None of you are going to get that reference. Uh, I feel like some people are. There's, 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 there's video game people around here. Yeah, probably. But are they creepy pasta people? Not a creepy <laughs> pasta, but yeah, whatever. That That's it's completely irrelevant. At this point, so. it, it is, of, yeah. Speaking of pasta, the 6 and 11 matchup, Squidward Tortellini versus Artie from Pete and Pete. I don't even... Uh, fuck Artie. Sweep, Who's yeah. Artie? Sweep. Clean sweep. We have Squidward the temples. best Mexican food in my fancy sun towers! Clean sweep. Yeah, Tortellini. Yeah. We temples. serve food here, sir. Definitely giving this one to Tortellini. Squidward Tentacles, come on. Yeah. Squidward's great. Squidward's, like... The end of Koopa's old highlight reel. Come on. <laughs> Spongy... <laughs> all right yeah that was an easy one uh, this was the best character in spongebob i it's hard it's a hard it's it's, close. it's definitely it's one and two close. at least in my opinion uh this next matchup i have no horse in well kind of uh clarissa darling the three seed number clarissa three explains seed. it all going up against ikis from Ariel monsters i've been i've been posting that that picture from clarissa explains it all for like like a month now <laughs> You have been. That's true. Yeah. Oh, is that Melissa? That's, is that Melissa Joan Hart? Joan Hart? Yeah. Yes, it is. Melissa oh, Joan wow. Hart. Yeah, that was her first role. I was about to say, she looks so young. I don't even remember this. This is like, yeah, pre, this show, this is like pre-Sabrina. It is. It is pre-Sabrina. This show, Pope's this show was definitely before my time. Right, so but I'm going to post it. that picture on Twitter right now. And she, none of you guys are going to be like, why is he posting this? You're going to come back and watch that. And then be like, <laughs> oh, that's... Yeah, you guys are gonna have or you're all not the gonna context, care, which is need. possible too. It's it's also very possible. Um, yeah, I uh, I closer was actually like before my time as well, but like I've watched the show in reruns like since then. Uh, it was funny. Like I've watched a few episodes here and then. It's definitely very nineties. My favorite character is a guy that like uses a ladder to get into Clarissa's room, and then he like falls off of it. It's funny. <laughs> uh, and Melissa Joan Hart's a good actress, and I don't give a shit about Ikus. So yeah, so, <laughs> that's, yeah. I'll, I'll vote for Clarissa, but I she that's gonna be again. That's it's, it's a really battle of uh, it's like it was an easy matchup for her, and but not to this, say that she was this amazing. bottom part of the bracket is gonna suck. <laughs> As we like, I, I'm not even gonna entertain the seven and ten matchup. Bobby Budnick from Salute Your Shorts, I think, 
going up against Avatar Korra. Uh, yeah. Come on. Korra's going to win this easy. What are we doing? David, you like Korra? Sure. <laughs> we vibe I, I, with I, I it. Don't, I don't love Korra. I'm not. But... I don't love her, but I like her enough. I think she's cool. In this matchup specifically, I think she's fine. She's uh, definitely winning this. <laughs> yeah. Now, this matchup, this is, might be the hardest one. One of the hardest ones. The 2 and 15 seed, Ren yeah. from Ren and Stimpy, going up against Josh Nichols from Drake and Josh. I'm just saying, might be time for an upset here, boys. I, I agree. I, I'm, I'm going there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Again, like Ren becomes like a sex obsessed maniac in this porn show on FX that was created by a literal fucking pedophile. Josh Nichols made me laugh every time he was on the screen. <laughs> Drake, where's the door? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Him, he's just he has so many iconic lines. I ain't calling you a truth. <laughs> look look, man, I'm just gonna Emphasis. go try. And... <laughs> Look, man, maybe I can fix the car. You can't fix a sandwich. <laughs> I do not control the speed at which lobsters die. <laughs> All right, stop, stop. We got it. We got it. Josh wins. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Uh... <laughs> oh, man. I just thought of it. What was another funny one? Bro, where'd you get a bus? Go to bus.org. <laughs> <laughs> it's like this is the worst day of my life. It's like, why? Because I hit Oprah? No, I'm a little sweaty. Yes, of course, because I hit Oprah. <laughs> uh, yeah, Josh. Josh. She hit me down. in the face with a meat patty. Just saying, Josh could go on a run here. Yeah. He might, yeah. This is, so as we move back up top, uh, one versus nine, Arnold versus blue. I'm still riding with Arnold here. Yep. Short man wins out. Don't yeah, hit sure. me. I'll hit me. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Take it from me. Like Arnold fought muggers on the bus. Like he's hardcore. Blue like go ahead. Know, leaves Blue gets like tracks in the house. Like that's not okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean Blue is kind of problematic in that sense. Every time we open the door, he's got another mystery to solve and tracks to clean up and shit. I mean, he doesn't poop. But whatever. Clearly Blue is very problematic in some sense that he's had three caretakers over the last like 20 years you this know what i mean true. also blue's a girl left, by the way joe left oh yeah my I, I forgot about that i'm sorry i i forget sometimes yeah it's fine. joe left uh steve left joe left and now we got okay, what's his name I think josh. josh who i think that guy that actor is actually from montclair he's from uh went to montclair state i think uh, if i'm not mistaken you might not be wrong my sister met him yeah no, he's oh, from shit. he's That's from crazy. around here yeah I remember there were, there were posters when I was in uh, when I was at Montclair that they were uh, talking about auditions for that show, and I thought about it for a minute, and then I'm like, I've never. There, there are actors here, aren't there? <laughs> and I, re I I regretted it. I could have been on Blues Clues, guys. So you know, moral of the story: don't be an intunist. There you go. Because I clearly would have gotten the part. I mean, obviously, 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 M Morty. <laughs> All right, Arnold moving on here over blue. Uh, next matchup, Sheen versus Iroh. Oof. Uh, this is not hard for me at all. Uh, yeah, I mean, I love Sheen. I love, 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 love Sheen. 
Uncle Iroh is not only one of the best Herald characters I've ever seen, he's like just as fun, borderline as funny as Sheen. On top of that, that's not an easy thing to accomplish with a character that's also supposed to be serious at times. And Sheen is like just like the comic relief, like spastic goofball and whatnot. Yeah, he's had like some serious stuff every now and again, especially that uh, half hour special where like he has to like learn Kung Fu to like go save Libby from the kid because he's the chosen one who can put his foot behind head. And <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I so, forgot about that. Oh yeah, my God. No, it's close. Sheen has had his arcs. I'm not going to say this one's free. I disagree with Hungry and the fact it's that it's free. free. I know for you it's free. Apparently Dude, for the bracket it's not free either. Iro's, Iro's only one seed above Sheen. Like one little seed. And they're both really low. What the fuck? We got Patty Mayonnaise at 5 and Iro and Sheen at 12 and 13. Yeah, this you list tell is the fucking... person who made this is pretty old. Yeah, honestly. Which is good. You know, you gotta include the old Nick stuff as well. There's no problem with that at all. But uh, yeah, I'll be objective. I gotta give it to Iro. Yeah, same. This is pretty easy for me. Uh... Next matchup, Squidward versus Clarissa. Free for me also. Yeah, also I think free. Yeah. This one free. Easy. Good, old, good old dick nose moves advances. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, this one, it might look tough on paper. Cora versus Josh. I'm riding with Josh here. Oh, fuck. Ooh. I am picking Josh. Whoa. Right. You know what? I mean, it'll be easy on my end, too, just because I know, like, a lot of people like Korra, not as much as uh, Avatar, of course, but I'm going to be real. I actually haven't seen Korra yet. I, I haven't watched Legend of Korra yet. I so. actually just watched Korra, like, very recently. Good. Not great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I I, no one says it's as good as Avatar. Like, no one. I, some people do, but. Really? Uh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> it gets a lot of flack. Some people, some people like... think Korra is even better, which, again, they're wrong. Uh, kind of like yeah. makes me think of like COD zombies, like Mob of the Dead compared to Blood of the Dead. It's like, yeah, the latter is not like that good of a map, but it's only because it's compared to the original so much. It's still good. It's still a really, really good thing, but it gets a bad rap just because it's compared to its original thing, which is just so fucking godlike that Corey, it takes yeah. it away Pretty from good it. character, but she's not even like the best character in that show. Child's yeah. my man, Tenzin. I agree. I I I ride with my Husky King Bolin, but also another, not a bad choice. Another upset, bro. Josh Nichols over Cora. I'm telling you, yeah. Josh could go on a run here. It's it's <laughs> it's possible. It's uh, as we move back up top, uh, Arnold going up against Uncle Iroh. Is this where the short man is bucked? This, this is where the short man. Uh, I pun. <laughs> this is where the short man comes up short. There you yeah, go. Yeah. Well played. I kind of tripped it. on myself. But, <laughs> uh, yeah, this is this is an easy win dub for me for Iroh. I want to say, like, what does short man have under his kilt? But it's only it's only this L. And like it's I said, gotta... Iroh does know karate. And, like, you know, he had, did, like, break a turtle out of a zoo. So, I mean, he's got some some life skills, but... Yeah, no, you know Iroh... who knows a little fucking more than karate? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> Uncle Iroh went to jail. Like. Dude, this is this is a, an unfortunate matchup for Arnold. Arnold could have made it to the top four. If so, maybe on, maybe you know what I mean. Yeah, but uh, I hate to fortunately, he's gonna fall to Uncle Iroh. So that is going to be the end of the road for. Do uh, you know Arnold. why they called me the Dragon of the West? <laughs> 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 Wild shit. Yeah, I don't see fucking Arnold doing that. 
All right. So good stuff to Uncle Iroh. Moving on. Bro, uh, leaves from the vine. Sadder than anything that Arnold has been through. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's. And there's a lot of sad things in Arnold. Yeah. Yeah. And somehow Leaves of the Vine is still sadder. All right. The premier matchup here, folks. Squidward Tentacles, Josh Nichols. Oh, I'll go with Squidward, dude. Oh, man. This is so hard. It's, it's. It's not that hard, but it's definitely like, damn, that sucks. I have to like... Mm. Squidward Josh Nichols is what we're doing now? Yeah. Squidward's got a lot of iconic lines in his own self, but so does Josh. They kind of like go tit for tat on that. Maybe slight Josh favor if we're talking about, you know, the matchup. And uh, this is really hard. Fuck, man. I mean, Squidward is sort of like not not necessarily a herald in Sponge. Uh, (laughs) But like he's like such like a a character device for like a lot of the jokes that we have. In that show, I'm, I'm having a hard time, time thinking of an his bike and he fell off the cliff and exploded. Yes. you and your big nose just definitely wouldn't fit in. What? <laughs> okay, okay, my gut hurts from you just saying that. Oh, oh, oh fuck. Oh. Oh wow! Oh, this is. Oh. Uh, I'm. Ah, mm, uh, you know, just to be a contrarian, I'm voting for Josh. Oh boy, well, you motherfucker! You gonna put this on me? Yeah, <laughs> it's my show. I can do whatever the fuck I want. Oh fuck you! You you are never. I mean, you probably don't want to because if you do, you'll probably get canceled just by like sheer association. But you're <laughs> never coming back on my podcast again. <laughs> for you, especially, I just will not censor Dennis. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, I'm not. I'm not just voting for Josh for contrary and sick. Like I legitimately like it's like you said, it's tit for tat. It's just that uh, Josh is just so funny. <laughs> like he's like the laugh, like carry. Yeah. How much of Josh was? How much of Josh's humor came from Drake's misfortunes, though? Like how many? Like because true? of the situations that Drake put him in. But you can argue the same fucking thing for Squidward. Because of Spongebob. No, I... I'll be real. I would not laugh out loud to a lot of the jokes that... I mean, we're doing it right now because we're, like, forcing it with, an, with another. But if I watched it again, I'd pro... No, I can't even do that. Fuck! Oh, this one's so hard. Yeah. I really don't know, man. Honestly, I'm gonna... For sheer legacy... For sheer legacy factor and no association... <laughs> For sheer legacy factor and no association with Dan Schneider, gonna give it up to Squidward. This is not the easy one. Like this is a very, 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 very fucking slight victory here. But there's so much like Squid. There's as there's so many iconic lines from Squidward as well that we could just like you know voice off. And the character can be funny on his own. You know, Josh like sort of has to like play a little bit off. I mean, a lot of the times Josh, you know, despite being like also knowing how to be the funny one, he was the straight man to Drake. And, but so was Squidward to Spongebob. I can't decide. 
uh, this one's really hard. I'm giving it to Yo, Squidward. I'm just going though, in. I'm going in. Pay I'm really gonna... close to attention to the I really wish I weren't here right now button. Oh, you motherfucker. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean... But that kind of makes me feel like Squidward's, you know, like, whole attitude was, like, a little more of, like, a one-joke kind of character, though. Josh, however... Nah, Twitter definitely had his moments. <sighs> Hungry, fun. hungry, I hungry. I legitimately need your. <laughs> I, I hungry. I legit need your help with this. Like, feed me more Squidward shit because I need like I need it to like help solidify my decision. I mean, if you think of some, Google it. Whatever. Like, think of it. I don't care. <laughs> it's like try to imagine him without without his clothes on. Oh no, he's hot. <laughs> 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 oh now he's high <laughs> Patrick your glass is already full <laughs> my, one of my favorites is uh, it's, uh, I'll give him a week I'll give him 11 minutes yeah uh, the red time of the show yeah. <laughs> you know what uh, you know what yeah I'm giving it to Squidward because you know we all looked up to Spongebob and his positive attitude as a child when none of us realized that Squidward was our true calling as adults I'm giving it to Squidward fucking tentacles thank you that helped a lot I thank you guys yeah listen I'm not there again there's no losers here every except Josh uh but we move on Josh loses to- out of sheer association with dance uh with Dan Schneider and Drake Bell so that means the last <laughs> Please you know this SpongeBob me character. As you can. Don't hold back. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's gonna be between a SpongeBob character. Down, hold back. As we get, all right, guys. As we get to the final, I round love Krabby Patties. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, no, I'm com- I'm more than confident in my decision now. Uh, please continue, our our gracious host Koopa. Thank you. Uh, we have made it. All right, we still got one more person to make it out of this region. It's either going to be another SpongeBob character or another Avatar character. Oh Again, boy. not surprised we got here. Squidward versus Uncle Iroh. This is tough. This is the actual tough one. Yeah, this is actually like Bro, impossibly hard. Listen, Uncle Iroh. Squidward soul. doesn't wear pants. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Iroh, soul. Squidward, I have no soul. <laughs> 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 he's like, oh wait. <laughs> <laughs> oh, please. I have no soul. <laughs> Let's, uh, hey, hey, hey. Squidward, no. Iroh got ripped in prison. Squidward yo, ate a bunch ripped. of Krabby Patties and they went straight to his thighs. Squidward also has been, like, incredibly handsome and chiseled before, too, so. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude, how, how, how can you Yeah, when Iroh gets too? hit in the face, he doesn't get hot. Squidward gets hot when he gets fucking rocked. <laughs> how could you not relate to I order the food? You cook the food. The customer gets the food. We do that for 40 years, and then we die. <laughs> this not to, like, bias or, like, rig the bracket here, but this would make our, our top four even. It would be two SpongeBob reps versus two Avatar. Yeah, this is true. I'm t- it's, this it's- is hard. Too bad I didn't kill me. <laughs> <laughs> they couldn't like make it. Better they than died. any fucking like decision making. That this is like the easiest convincing that anybody could do. Like better than any of these in depth discussions we're having. As fun as they are, as intellectual as they are, all it takes is one of you fuckers to just completely cut that off with the "I really wish I weren't here right now" button, and then it's <laughs> over. And then it's like, fuck, you got me because I'm laughing now. Oh, this I... is hard. Apples and oranges. These are two very different characters. Yeah, this, I, is, this is really tough. I think I feel confident in my vote here. I'm voting 
for Squidward tentacles. <laughs> oh boy, it's a hard. It's it's so this hard. Is, like you said, both is, these this is a hard battle, dude. Yeah, this is the, probably the hardest matchup of this the night. This is where it gets fun. This is where I wouldn't know. I was really, really struggling with SpongeBob versus Aang. That that's even though that was like fucking hour ago at this point. Like I was still really struggling with that one. But this one's very close as it? well. Whatever. I'm having fun. It's wrong. <laughs> it's like yeah like this is the thing right we base this on its iconicism we'll google squidward's iconic lines and we'll laugh here for like five minutes we google iros and we're like damn i right, have so bro. much more room to grow yeah. as a person <laughs> everyone it's wants like, an uncle iro bro everyone and no everyone employee needs, wants to be a squidward needs, everyone is a squidward this is true <laughs> We all aspire to be Iros when we're really just a bunch of Squidwards, you feel me? <laughs> <laughs> this is hard. You like they're iconic for completely different reasons. Completely. I'm a winner, see my prize. You're a loser, sits and cries. <laughs> <laughs> I, th I I get I still just confident in my choice. I think it's Squidward here. Squid hard, Squid, Squid, what's this? The deed to my house. <laughs> Like Squidward has like, like like I don't know, like Uncle Iroh has a tea shop like Squidward has a closet full of clocks like <laughs> like <laughs> you want to talk about sheer strength the man dragged a pirate ship using nothing but his fucking like torso abs. Yeah. yeah his like torso as soon as I let go of his hand I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna, gonna run for it, it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, we seem to be quoting Squidward a lot more than Iroh right now. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> I know, I hungry. I know it's hard, but I think deep down you know what we gotta do. Uh, oh. <laughs> oh, my back. <laughs> let me just, let me just uh, you know. <laughs> take your time. Honestly, we're almost towards the end. Take your time, bro. Failure I can is wait. The only opportunity to begin again. Oh. <laughs> and Squidward life. gave up on life a long time ago. Yeah. Squidward also got attacked by a bear and survived. So, I mean. Yeah, I mean, yeah he also hardcore. didn't learn what to do over and over and over again <laughs> after being attacked by that same bear. I don't know. I think he just doesn't like you. <laughs> I'm begging you, Prince Zuko. Ah! Who are you? And what do you want? Hungry, Yo, my life hungry, changed right there. Hungry. Would it help you if I decided? <laughs> I just, or would it just even, hurt even the Even if more? he loses, like, it just, like, uh, I still want to decide for myself. I gotta like, sneeze. Hold up. <laughs> Yo. Oh, here it comes. Who am I? What do I want? <laughs> it's your Delta variant. All right. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. There we go. I wear a mask at my job now. They're making me. Uh, I, 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 I rub it in everyone's faces. I, uh, uh, I have a big nose like Squidward. I can't wear the thing. Uh, God. You'll be at fine. least we have Kyle solidifying this. For like, yeah, at least we have his vote I'm in. I'm confident. I could end it right now. All right, I take it back. This might be the hardest decision of the night. <laughs> Let's talk logistical here here we've been quoting squidward a lot more right now might just because be, be because we're trying to make each other laugh it's also just as easy you know listen i'm gonna actually i'm gonna end it right here i'm gonna end it 
Squidward has taught us some very valuable lessons that Iroh has taught us as well. Iroh, it's more clear. It's like more, uh, not more reserved. It's more graceful, more dignified, and also has that comedic factor to it. That uncle-ish, like literal uncle-ish like factor, that wise uncle. Like you, you feel like you're related to Iroh. You want an Iroh in your life. If you don't have one, you aspire for that. It's like you really feel like he's your family or your friend through the TV. Squidward, you don't get that in the same fashion in most episodes. Except for what is might honestly be the number one episode of the show ever produced in Band Geeks. The oh, one man. episode. The one episode. Squidward just... you. I cry watching that episode sometimes. Real actual tears. Because he just finally, for once in his life, just gets a W. And his friends made that happen for him because they saw him at like the lowest point of his life. You know, where he was being overshadowed by somebody who was... Who succeeded doing everything he wished he could do. Don't rub it in. It's like... That alone, hearing Sweet Victory while the screen freezes and you see that giant smile on him. That taught me a lot of lessons that Uncle Iroh has had to literally use his words to teach me. And for that, I'm giving it to Squidward. Damn. There, there we Damn. go. That was deep. That was one of the best episodes of the show ever. And not just because it was... Fucking funny as fuck. <laughs> um, all I'm gonna say is, uh, Uncle Iroh, um, he's definitely like, uh, what people would aspire to be and what we would wish we had in our lives if we don't have one. Uh, Squidward is a warning tale. <laughs> <laughs> it's like we learn stuff. We learn stuff from him, but Squidward. it's because we learn. From you, what not to be. Yeah. Still giving it to Squidward, though. Uh, because, like, for the sole reason that, because, like, even though it's in a completely different way, I have learned lessons that Uncle Iroh has taught me as well from Squidward. And in that way, he sort of has accomplished, like, both things, you know, of being the very funny character, the very quotable one, and also kind of wise in the same time. But not wise in the literal sense. Wise is in, like, the story sense, where we, like, learn something from him. And learned about the value of friendship and just really being there for people at their lowest times to just make things better and rise from the ashes. That, you know, reminded me that, you know, like you really can power through the hardest times of life if you believe that things can eventually get better. I'm talking about deep stuff that I learned from that, from Squidward, you know. And the whole point is that, like, of this discussion is that, is Squidward the more iconic one because of all the quotes and how funny he is? Or Iroh because of his iconic quotes because of how wise they are? And I'm saying that I've learned some wise lessons from Squidward as well. Even though Iroh has also made me laugh several times, it's ridiculously close. Do not get me wrong. Not an easy decision. But because Band Geeks sort of like made me feel the same way, that same warm feeling in my heart and my soul that Iroh does whenever he speaks, for that reason, I am giving it to Squidward. I, that's, I gotta go with that. All right. <laughs> you want to, hey, you want to... Real discussions, you're gonna get real answers. All right, <laughs> like you play yeah. stupid games, you win stupid prizes, and you no, play no, you was, play good, good games, you win good, good prizes. Good. Yeah, yeah, that was great. Uh, and now, congratulations to Squidward for rounding out our final four. So now we have to decide between who wins between uh, the one seed SpongeBob, the six seed Squidward, the five seed Prince Zuko, and the eleven seed. Well, Sokka. it's like it's why it's do they SpongeBob both have to be team first, kills, man? It's team kill versus team kill, right? Yeah. Yeah. So are we doing the SpongeBob team kill first? Yeah, let's do the SpongeBob team kill first. This, okay. 
This is something. This is really hard. I just I can't in good favor like vote against SpongeBob. Squidward's humor doesn't Squidward's humor is kind of nothing without SpongeBob. Yeah. You know the whole point I made about band geeks? I think I think there could be a Squidward show. There are Squidward shows. It would suck. There are Squidward shows. It would fucking suck. There are like there's not literally Squidward. There is a Squid there is a Squidward spin-off supposedly coming. No, no. Spit on the man's grave some more. Fuck. Yeah. No, that's garbage. Listen, I'm gonna put my argument out here right here. I was just talking about like voting for Squidward because of band geeks. SpongeBob is the one who made that W happen in his life because of how low he saw Squidward. Like SpongeBob represents joy. I've literally yeah. had media professors teach me that at uh back in Montclair, where I majored in CMDA. It's one of the top communication and media art schools in the countries, and I had professors there teaching me about motherfucking SpongeBob and how he represents joy. <laughs> all right, I'm just saying, you know, like yeah, that was Squidward. That was what that episode was all about. I'm still talking about Band Geeks because it's one of the best fucking episodes, one of the best cartoons ever produced, ever, and. But SpongeBob, at the end of the day, was the one who made that happen. So he's not only funny, but a lot of like the humor that comes from Squidward and Squidward's W's come from him. SpongeBob can survive. SpongeBob can can and does survive on his own. I disagree with you both. Squidward can't. I think a Squidward spinoff would be awful. I know. I'm just saying that there's there's shows that have Squidward type characters as the main character. You know what I mean? Squidward yeah. type, but is it Squidward? No, but it's it's like. Uh, I'm just saying that that show could work. Uh, I disagree. Either way, I still think I'm voting for SpongeBob here. I am too. Actually, I want to talk about it a little more. I want to hear more of what Hungry has to say. Uh, hmm. So basically, (laughs) well, first of all, my argument is that it could work, right? And there, there are shows that kind of do that. But there's not a lot of shows with, with, with SpongeBob type characters. SpongeBob is very unique, you know. Yeah. He's almost like unique in that way, where it's like there's not a lot of characters that are just pure, like being a kid as an adult, because he yeah. is an adult. Mm-hmm. It's you know it's hard to find that, and This is hard. It's 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 definitely not easy for sure. I think this decision is easier for me than the Squidward Iro one. <laughs> I mean, I, for both of you, I kind of was, but yeah, it's definitely a little bit easier for me just because, like, I don't know, like SpongeBob to me is just like the backbone. Like, you know, obviously he's like the titular character, but like SpongeBob is like the straw that serves the drink. So, oh no, he's hot. <laughs> 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 Yo, that is like the worst thing ever, man. <laughs> like, how right? can your self confidence be that low? No. <laughs> oh, but then it gets better because of SpongeBob. He's the one who made that happen with his sultry voice that sounds absolutely nothing like his fucking speaking voice. <laughs> can I have something to eat? No. Can I have something to eat? No. Can you see anyone? No. <laughs> Try asking again. Can I have something to eat? No. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fuck. If you want my help, I think I'm probably going to pick SpongeBob. 
All right. I, I, I'm, 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 I don't know what the answer is for me still. So, but SpongeBob wins. So, yeah, that, that, really it, it, the it, hardest hard. parts, man. This is really. I, I feel like I'm giving up a child. Shoutouts to Arna. Uh, Shoutouts to Hey Arnold again. This is like some hard shit we're dealing with right here, boys. Yeah, this is this is some rough stuff. As SpongeBob moves on to the finals, and on the other side of our bracket, uh, we have Sokka versus Zuko. Um, mm. I still feel like we didn't talk enough about the SpongeBob thing, but I, at the same time, I feel confident in the decision. It's weird. It's like a weird feeling in my gut that I feel because like. Squidward is more relatable in the sense, but, like, I feel like a lot of his character and what he is would not survive without Spongebob to contrast him. Where Spongebob has many episodes where Squidward isn't even in it, and it's still funny as fuck with a lot of iconic lines. Not saying yeah. Squidward couldn't hello, survive hello, on his own, but hello. I think that enough of is a reason <laughs> to sort of pick Spongebob. <laughs> hello, hello, hello. <laughs> it's Future. hard, man. It's so hard. It's so yes. hard. Like, it's a, it's not, this is not another easy decision. SpongeBob is an incredibly close pick next to Squidward, but I have to go with him for the sole reason that in their dynamic, they're both dependent on each other, but I think Squidward is just a little bit more dependent on SpongeBob than SpongeBob is on him. That, yeah. That's what I'm going to go with. Yeah, I again, I feel very confident in my decision. I agree. Like yeah. SpongeBob is like the device that like drives everything, mm -hmm. even though he can't drive. But... <laughs> Sorry, Drinking are, are water when you said that, you fuck. Are we ready? Are we ready to talk about we'll the other side? Spat that out on like, my new keyboard. Are we ready to talk about Zuko versus Sokka? No. I don't want to play anymore. Uh, <laughs> I'm scared. Sokka's amazing, but this answer is still easy for me. Yeah, I also agreed. <laughs> Zuko's kind of great. Oh, okay. Well, then there we go. So are we set? We're set in our final matchup. Yeah, even if, it, even if we were going with the official rule of just Water Tribe, because it is technically Katara, yeah, that's still an easy W for Zuko, of course, so... Yeah, yeah. He's, one of, he's one of the best in the biz, baby, for a reason. Yeah, yeah Sokka may have overcome, a, like, a lot of, like, his issues and whatnot, and still, like, uh... What's the word I'm looking for here? Uh, we already talked about, like, how amazing he is, like, despite all the women he gets, and, like, being slightly sexist and losing his mom, and, you know, overcoming not being a bender and stuff, but that is still, despite even being a bender... Is fucking nothing compared to what Zuko went through in his life. Like so, honestly, I think that's one that one's pretty free. Yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm, I'm here with it. So. I thought that conversation was going to be a lot harder. Yeah, uh, I was really nervous. Nah, uh, I mean, it's, it's here's it's the real hard. battle. Here's the real battle. The battle for third place: Squidward yeah, versus Sokka. Oh, there's a consolation I'm, I'm, one? No, I'm not I'm not having this argument. Alright. <laughs> we'll I was about to say, like, isn't it single elimination? What's it going on? Saying, here? I'm just saying, like We'll have that we'll have that argument in the comment section, but SpongeBob Sokka gets, gets more Zuko. girls. Yes, it's true. Uh, anyway. SpongeBob honestly, versus Zuko. If you don't vote for Zuko, your life has not been hard enough, and I'm judging you. Ooh. <laughs> It's hard, man. Like, it's joy versus, like, sheer despair. Okay, but it's also joy at the end. This is true. The biggest, like, glow-up ever. Well, like, whatever. Yo. You know what I mean? Mm -mm -mm. You, you guys want to know the argument right now? This is going to make everyone's decision. 
oh, this is why you reached out to me like, you know, 10 minutes before you set up a podcast. Oh, boy. <laughs> SpongeBob versus Zuko is literally blue pill versus red pill. <laughs> I hope you guys already see what I'm getting at. Zuko is red pill, right? That's the one where, like, you take it and so you realize you're in the simulation? Or am I getting this that backwards? True. Yes. Okay. Zuko <laughs> has overcome all that stuff, eventually realizes, like, his, like, his life has been artificial and shit. Like, uh, you know, all the stuff that, like, you know, his, like, constantly pining for his father's love and his father's affection, eventually realizing he doesn't need that, like, grows to love himself more and, like, grows to realize his own strength and that true salvation comes from within. All of that comes from Zuko and his amazing journey as he grows stronger as a character. Spongebob, with his attitude, is more than content with his life peaking as a motherfucking fry cook. Damn. That's crazy. You know what I mean? He gets paid nothing, and he's completely okay with it. One of his best friends in Squidward, you know, mid-key hates him. You know, his life is the whole joke of that shtick is that like you shouldn't be that happy in a food service job let alone a fry cook at like an establishment where you're paid nothing and he totally is because of his optimism yeah like it can be a lesson in optimism but it can also be a lesson in being a sheep you know what i mean where he's completely <laughs> he's completely okay what's Dude, up at the end of the spongebob movie he's like doing the most like he's the manager and he's doing the most menial task yeah, <laughs> his his goal is to become manager at a fast food restaurant, right next to the original does. one where he's still just a fry cook at. Yeah, he's like he's so content with mediocrity and doesn't shoot for more in his life, and that's broken in one sense because he's just he loves his friends and he's content like in helping people and you know where he's at in his life and like the love he has from the people around him. That's a beautiful thing you know in and who of itself. Love but he doesn't aspire for more, you know, like Zuko you, you, did. You know who you know who loves SpongeBob? Uncle Iroh. He would Damn, you're right. You'll see him, Zuko. All, all Uncle Iroh <laughs> wanted to do was run his tea shop. This is true. There is a beauty I to the simplicity. And what he does. Yeah, there's a beauty to that. You know what I mean? So, but it is still kind of blue pilly. Whereas this depends on like your attitude towards life. Are you are you can it's like are do you, are you content in like simplicity in a simple life and taking joy out of the little things knowing you can have just as fulfilling of a life with the people around you or are but, you realizing that, that you're low key being like, abused or manipulated, and yeah, you want more than that? Yeah, but he learns that, that lesson along with that lesson from like the, the the enjoying the little things too, you know. Zuko, you're talking about? Yeah. Yes. After realizing that he's been being manipulated, where SpongeBob kind of never did. Yeah, he loves Mr. Krabs, but he pays him fucking nothing. That's garbage. It's like it, it's yeah. like Sponge. It's like SpongeBob is kind of like what like the fucking politicians want us to be. You know what I mean? He just, like, be completely, yeah. like, you know, everything is awesome. Yeah. Everything is cool when you're part way. of a team. Like, even yeah. though, like, we're receiving nothing while they, like, reap the benefits of everything that we do. I'm going to pick Zuko. <laughs> it's blue It's blue pill versus red pill. I'm picking and, Zuko. And I think we have our winner. And we do. Congratulations to Print Zuko for winning 
the Nickelodeon uh, best Nickelodeon character bracket. Wow. I'm saying I'm going back to my original statement. If you don't pick Zuko, your life has not been hard enough, and I'm judging you. <laughs> I I'm with you, and yeah, that's gonna wow. Listen, we definitely crushed the longest podcast on this sh- on this channel by a, a long slot. So people are gonna have fun with this one. Listen, you guys can check out the bracket at home. If you guys have any omissions, any glaring omissions, uh, if if I, in my opinion, a character that should have been in this bracket that wasn't was Roger Klotz from Doug. <laughs> Roger's a great character. He should have been in this bracket, but he wasn't. But alas. And yeah, listen, it was a journey. We laughed. We cried. But we got here. And I think this is uh, this was quite the journey. And I couldn't have asked for two better co-hosts to guide uh, us through with this. So thank you guys again for joining me tonight. Yeah, you know, my pleasure. I I had a wonderful time. I'm really grateful to have been a part of this, and I can't wait to hear this one back. You know, I'm really happy to have been a part of this episode. Might have been a little jealous had I not been, but I also didn't comment on the post you made when you were asking for people to be on this episode. So much like with any commentary gigs that I would have as a Smashcaster, I'm never mad at anybody except for myself, considering how not proactive I am with getting those gigs in the first place. So lesson learned there, kids. Be proactive in your life to get to the places where you want to be, and maybe you'll be able to be on a podcast where you get to talk about your favorite cartoon characters with your bestest buddies in the world. I think he's talking about me, Hungry. Nice. I was talking about both of you. <laughs> I don't want the responsibility. I was talking about both of you. <laughs> as, we, all right, as, we, as we sign out here, uh, Hungry, tell the people at home where they can find you. He's hot. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so I am on Twitter at twitter.com forward slash mf underscore are hungry um youtube.com forward slash are hungry it's easy it is very easy and sometimes on the glintendo podcast occasionally occasionally david where can the people at home find you all right uh ladies and gentlemen my main shtick is uh i do a podcast of my own it's uh nothing like this one mine is fucking degenerate uh, I we talk about pretty much anything and everything under the sun. It is called the Double D Experience, named after uh both you know mine and my co-host name both start with a D, and you know other stuff that you can probably figure out that I don't want to say here on the uh, podcast. We talk about pretty You're much anything and everything. Ed and Eddie. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, let's go. Let's go with that. That's why I named it what it is. Uh, Got an episode uh, that came out, I think, yesterday, considering that Cooped Up comes out on Saturdays and mine comes out on Friday. So yesterday we had an episode come out that was pretty much all about some grand revelations about, you know, the future of, you know, I guess the country and stuff. We talked about COVID, but we had like a humorous spin on it. It's a comedy banter podcast that we do where we talk about everything with various guest stars, including Koopa that we've had on. We've had Chris Elodian. We've had the coast of the Gigless podcast as well as other, you know, like YouTubers and personalities and whatnot. We got a pretty extensive list of the people that we want to be on the show. And uh, it's definitely my main shtick when it comes to content creation nowadays because it's easy, fun, and it's an outlet where I truly get to be myself so if you want to support me in my endeavors you can go and follow that it'll probably be down in the description below unless kyle doesn't put it in there like he said he wasn't going to do the last time i was on cooped up uh yeah there you go double d experience (laughs) we're on spotify apple podcast google podcast radio breaker anchor anywhere that you get your podcast 
My you and all also on my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Nintunist, all that stuff. So uh there you go. Definitely check that out. Uh, check out me and Dennis and uh we love you. Yeah. And again, if you guys want to follow me, I'm on Twitter at Koopa and across platforms, YouTube, uh Twitch, Twitter, all that fun stuff. Uh check out the show on Twitter at Cooptapod. Email us questions at Cooptapod at gmail.com if you feel so inclined. And uh yeah, check us out on all of your favorite podcasting platforms. It's Anchor. Uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, YouTube, like we mentioned uh, before. And yeah, that's going to be all for this week's episode of Cooped Up, folks. Thank you guys so much for hanging out with us. If you made it to the end, congratulations. And until then, have yourselves a wonderful night and take care, everybody. <laughs>